This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Warning, the following podcast contains suicidal cheese graters, the comedy stylings of both ham and eggs, another Disney doll face creature that will haunt your dreams, and the most heated podcast the ride argument ever. It's Food Rocks and Kitchen Cabaret with Van Robichaux on today's Podcast the Ride. Welcome to Podcast the Ride with your hosts, three guys who literally get drunk and argue about how many days you need for a Tokyo Disney vacation. Uh, joining me today is, uh, as always, Mike Carlson, who voted three. Yeah, you. this happened two days ago. Mm-hmm. It was at the end of my birthday. Yes. And Scott was like yelling at me, I think, <laughs> because I said, oh, well, we're going to Tokyo Disneyland and I want to spend three days. And you're like, no, two Two days, and I was like, "Why? What?" I said three. I didn't say thirteen. Like I kept making sure you knew. I said three, and <laughs> oh, not you like thought thirty. I, you thought I misheard. Well, I wasn't sure. I mean, I was. You know, we, uh, cocktails were consumed. I wasn't out of my mind. But well, I yeah, that's sure. the look. A, a, a regular opinion for some reason becomes a, a shouted, <laughs> animated opinion. Sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but, you know, well, but, you know, and not to rehash it, but also uh, the, uh, who vo- a person who voted for. Uh, days Jason Sheridan this well, year. Well, okay, look, it's I'm good fine to with have, four. I think four is great. Yeah, it's good to have two days per park because you don't know what you're going to like. I and agree. then you have to cram... If you start with one park, one day, one park each, you then you're nervous. You got to cram everything. You don't in. know we're, what you're gonna like. We're nervous. That's the, that's the risk you take anywhere you travel. That's I true. Feel. But then uh, you have that extra day for each park, and one they don't let you park hop in Tokyo, uh, right? right. Their, they don't let you park hop. Ticket I believe. system works differently. Also, this is what happened. I bro- the last memory I have of being in the hotel is mm-hmm. there's some other friends of ours that don't care much about this crap. <laughs> And there are oh, three right. or four of them against the wall. And I kept yelling, it's the greatest park in the world, supposedly. <laughs> supposedly, it's the greatest park in the world. Three days isn't crazy. And they're like looking at me like, oh, yeah. They're just like nodding along. I'm like, why are we involved in this? <laughs> why anyway, you? Hey, happy, you guys over here. Happy big 3-4 to our own Michael Carlson. Hey, yeah. yeah thank uh, you much, very much. By the time this, <laughs> this airs, is, it will have been I'll be three months ago. by the time this <laughs> yeah. airs. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, and what you. a way, to, what a better way to spend your birthday than going to a uh, a, a hotel bar and uh, shouting about tickets mm-hmm. uh, types I mean, and uh, itineraries yeah. that's the type of thing i like to do um you know hey well that's that's what i'm saying it was fun yeah. i legitimately yeah. uh uh hey i'm glad we can hash it out as we've said on our twitter the podcast 
goes every day, all day. Uh, uh, there's many bonus episodes always being done for no one. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, sometimes we, just quietly muttered to ourselves. There'll be a Truman Show kind of a situation, and it'll just be us. And you will see that it's eighty percent of our lives. I was just yelling about like yeah, how many when days, we start hypothetical camming, days. When we start camming, yeah, when we start camming, <laughs> and it's just us talking about theme parks. <laughs> yeah, when we is camming the word isn't camming yeah. just the sex cam isn't that what you say uh, about it's a webcam people do difference a, a twitch streaming i guess is the more innocent version yeah that would have been more g-rated but we're gonna so we're gonna start doing that at some point just all day we won't go meet each other we'll be on separate webcams for 14 hours just muttering theme park opinions and if anyone gives us a tip maybe taking off an item of clothing uh, <laughs> yeah yeah we're open yeah, to that sure. a good way to make money i don't want to make our guest wait here but a quick question though scott mm-hmm. to are you still right now completely sober adamant <laughs> that you should only spend two days at the tokyo disneyland resort is that still a strong belief you know, for you? Well, were you just riled up? Or was it fun, the party, and you were enjoying I, I yourself? I do still. I I think it's a, like, I'm dying. So we all, some of us might be going, we're, to, we're talking about Tokyo Disney trips. Yes. And uh, uh, I don't know. It's two parks. You do it in two days. Makes sense to me. Uh, uh, I, don't, are you I don't know. Me if, we do, if I do three, are you going to be like that freak? <laughs> I would that was the tone like that was sort of the, it was a good natured tone but that okay, was the okay. tone of but like, I was oddly judgmental yeah, yeah I'm you were glad like, we could no <laughs> what boy what a monster uh, well, something, the, uh, the uh, bottle really brought it out of him <laughs> who someone was clowning on us recently because we were talking about trying to plan just a itinerary in japan and i think i was the one who was like well i think you need uh four days for the parks and five days for the rest of the country <laughs> like one of the sure. most interesting uh countries in the I world that's what i'm saying countries if sure. you're gonna be in japan maybe, maybe you, you want to add do on more days to both you just add on more days to parks add on more days to <laughs> japan so you just you have to minimum you have to be in japan for eight weeks yeah, yes, the yeah, only yeah. way it works out. Um, yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> and you take Disney breaks. You do, uh, you know. Yes, yeah. Uh, uh, come back for a full week and a half. And yes, then, I mean. Um, well, you also and you also got to cake in time for Pure Land, the Hello Kitty. Yes, I do want sure. to go to Land too. And Universal um, in Osaka. There's a lot. The Robot Restaurant and the Ghibli oh. Museum and. Yeah. You, right, well, well, let's bring our guest. Yeah, yeah sure. He, well, he's, yeah, been, he's actually been. We have not. Oh, that's right. Oh, then we must get Japan. in on this. And I think you're a person who's. Uh, it seems like you've got uh, deep-seated theme park opinions and uh, uh, arguments and things to bring to the table. And uh, I'm, I'm glad to have you. Uh, uh, he, with past guest Evan Susser, he's a co-writer of the film Fist Fight, and of course the tech guru behind Van Labs Test Podcast and Mitch Dot Pizza. It's Van Roba Show. Thanks for joining us. Hi guys, it's great to be here. Hey. Thank you for being here. I'm really uh, excited. What is your feeling after you hear this argument about how many appropriate days it would be to spend at the Tokyo Disneyland Resort? And how many drinks is it appropriate for somebody to be uh, uh, viciously angry about <laughs> someone's opinion uh, uh, in this area? With one day difference. I want to discourage the vicious anger. Okay, um, good. Yeah. But I think that it's a, a very personal thing. Mm-hmm. I think that you guys need to be more accepting of each other's. Mm. That's uh, a good point. I, I don't know that there's a one size fits all amount of time for every person. That's a good point. Uh, you know, yeah. I hear Scott saying he only wants to be there for two days. And 
you know, some could be concerned, well, that means you're going to miss some things. That means there's going to be some stuff you didn't get to do. What if one of your things that would have been your favorite thing to do, uh, you never did it. Mm -hmm. And uh, that could be a problem for some people. That anxiety could just ruin their Tokyo Disneyland trip. And maybe that person should go for three days. Mm -hmm. But I think Scott's the kind of guy who he's going to hit what he wants to hit in one day. And that's going to be enough of the experience, Mm -hmm. I think, for him to understand that maybe he'll want to go back. Huh. Very zen, chilled out, nice, uh, appropriate answer. Um, Uh, You had had no arguments for four, though. No, that's crazy. (laughs) There, all right. There we go. (laughs) All right, all right. Fair enough. Uh, I'm a trailblazer. I'm uh, happy to be on the bleeding edge of vacation planning thought. You push the limits. Yeah. The Hunter S. Thompson of vacationing. Uh, Yeah. I drove. I was driven like in a car with a bunch of people past Tokyo Disneyland on the way to the airport, leaving japan uh-huh. and i was close enough that like i saw the top of something like oh. was it a castle was it the uh the volcano the volcano mm-hmm. i don't know it was like oh that's that's a piece of it i can kind of see uh-huh. and that's as close as i got and that's a terrible feeling and yeah, that oh so you didn't that, go you didn't, oh, go I didn't in. get to go i didn't go in the park you i just was saw it's golden I was, spires yeah, i was oh my God. out of japan in 36 hours oh Wow. And that's wow. the only time you've been to Japan? Yeah, and that's my Is only that time. 36? So I, I was like within spitting distance of it, but I didn't get to go. That's that's, that's cruel. A, oh, bummer. That's a that's a nightmare. That's a thing yeah. I would literally have a bad dream about. Yeah. Um, you hmm. were working. You weren't like it on was some a work crazy, trip, yes. like one crazy No, I'm not just movie, like, I wasn't like, like my choice was like, you know, I'm going 36 hours. That's how I'm going to yeah. do it. That's just like the way to do it uh-huh. for, for me. I'm copying an episode of The Layover with Anthony Bourdain. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> well, uh, I guess we can agree then. Thirty-six hours and not going in is uh, the least optimal way to. Yeah, yeah, that's the worst way to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, okay, but you're uh, uh, so you're you, you seem like a you're you're a pretty big parks guy. We've known each other for a little bit, and I, the fact that you, I, it seems like you're a big Epcot. I love Epcot. Not ironically, I want to make that clear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, there's a there, well, but because Epcot specifically, I think attracts some ironic love that is genuine. But like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the like the uh, you know the Epcot Twitter account, for example, you ever. Oh yeah, that? I've run into fake, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, a fake, yeah Epcot fake Epcot Twitter yeah. account. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I, I, what, what's the tone of it? I don't really know. Um, it doesn't. It. It claims to be the Twitter account for Epcot. It doesn't break character as that. So okay. that's a big piece of it. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh huh. But it's, it's there's sort of just absurdist things or sometimes just like someone lost a wallet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the bit is that it's like some dumpy park that no one wants to go to. And there's like two guys that work there. And it's mm-hmm. like, I'm going to close up. Not a lot of people in the park today. I'm closing up early, like stuff like that. But okay. yeah, and and I want to make it clear sucks that while I do, th- I do follow that Twitter account. And I, I think I... I really just I'll take any Epcot mm-hmm. content that I can. Yeah. Uh, but it is a genuine love. Epcot was always my favorite park. I went to Disney World a lot as a kid. I lived in New Orleans, and so it's not that far. Um, so uh-huh. you, you would so go? We, would you go once a year? Would you go? We would go. We would go once a year. We would drive a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of those things where it's like close enough that to fly there takes almost as long as to drive there, just because airports just are such time sucking. Sure things yeah uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, how long would it take to drive just out of curiosity like it's like a five-hour drive mm, not bad yeah oh yeah that's a vegas oh that's uh, pretty good that's uh, closer than any of us so yes yeah, so we would go every year um for like uh a, a, like there was like a nine-year stretch where we went every mm-hmm. year 
Boy. Um, and you and Epcot as a because I was so uh, d- uh, definitively a Disney MGM Studios. Uh, a kid despite my recent disparaging of it and what has uh, mm-hmm. what's become of the park but like i like uh, weirdly as a kid i think i found stuff to enjoy about epcot but i like i was always in the other parks even magic kingdom kind of thinking about the next strike at uh, disney mgm uh, <laughs> i was i was a big mgm fan but i preferred universal for Ooh, my for in movie that area theme park you experience could, you could, it felt more authentic you could yeah. feel it um that's really where you would ride the movies. Yeah. <laughs> um, faking feel all. the heat. More explosions. Yeah, yeah. Closer to them. And, um, uh, yeah, no. And um, I remember uh, I remember going to the uh, the Nickelodeon Studios. Uh, I never at, got to go. At Universal. I know you never did. But when I went oh. and I went on the tour, like, there was a part where you could see the soundstage. And, like, you know, at a certain point, it's like, that's where all that is filmed or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, at this time, it was like, that's where this is being rented out for the live-action Mortal Kombat TV show. Whoa. Really? Yeah. TV show? I yeah, don't there even was remember a, what that there is. There was a, like, there, sp- from the same, like, production company as the movies, I think, there's a short-lived live-action Mortal yeah, Kombat TV show. That. There was a show on yeah. Saturday after the cartoons that was like not Mortal Kombat, but it was ninja fights in a cage. Yeah, it was kind of like, about? yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I don't remember the name, <laughs> anyway. but it was like a live-action Street Fighter. Yes, or like, but it was not Mortal Kombat. It was like a I'm karate sure. take on WWE, essentially. Yes. Oh. Anyway, that's the kind of real-life uh, film and television production that right. Universal Studios, uh, even in Florida, can bring you to close to and mgm never really had oh that. but you but you got the mmc you got the mickey mouse club which is a big deal. that is true and the golden girls exterior the house well, see, exterior that fell apart like I really know, quickly, quickly. They, they stopped filming stuff thunder yeah. in paradise i think they some of that stuff was down there oh boy yeah, oh, for oh, yeah. sure in the intro of thunder thunder in paradise if you if you don't know is uh like a baywatch ripoff that was starring hulk hogan uh-huh. <laughs> terry, is he credited as like terry hulk hogan balea i think <laughs> Uh, yeah. of them and uh, the one that was shot and... in the seven seas lagoon yes but yes. it's supposed to be like paradise it's supposed to be what the bahamas or the caribbean or something and it's very clearly the grand floridian resort <laughs> in orlando florida yeah. in the background there's also like a boat that changes like there's a yeah there's like a, a sort of like a night rider car kit but a boat it doesn't talk to you but it's like it's a like fancy high-tech vehicle in that same with way. infinite room in the bottom the scenes that are <laughs> yeah. set in the in the like interior cabin uh-huh. of the boat there's so much space it's bonkers have you and evan susser been approached to reboot thunder and paradise uh, no perhaps yeah, with no. a john cena no. or a newer wrestler i don't think that was was that a a wwe associated no, production i don't think it was, was and it? hulk hogan would have stayed away from even wrestling again if it was a hit he was he was hoping he was done because he was hoping that was going to oh, be a big syndicated hit. Oh, like Baywatch, he could just ride that yes. to uh, biz- weird infinite Europe money. Yes, yeah. but that didn't happen, and he went back to WCW, and he turned heel, and the rest oh, is that, history. Oh, that's part of that arc. Oh, okay. yes. yeah, oh interesting. Yeah. Uh, uh, now, what became of uh, Jack Lemmon's son, who was also <laughs> on the show? Uh, <laughs> was that his, like, techie he, sidekick? Yeah, he, yeah, he, who's eerily Jack Lemmon looking. Like, once, you, once you're told... It's Jack Lemon's son. You just you kind of can't keep your eyes off. Like, oh, it's such an optical illusion how yeah. Jack Lemony he is. Jack Lemon's son also joined the NWO and <laughs> turned heel after Thunder in Paradise. <laughs> I'm mad about the cancellation. The damn big it, big faction. Uh, but yeah, I would say um, my my order of ranking the 
Disney World parks yeah. would be Epcot, then MGM Studios, mm-hmm. then the Magic Kingdom, hmm. uh, then Animal Kingdom. I think huh. most people would put Animal Kingdom at the bottom. Maybe not anymore. Not, 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 not anymore. I, okay. I've, I've heard it's gotten more popular lately. I, yep. I really, I, when they opened Animal Kingdom and killed all those animals... That uh, that is a thing that happened. The birds, they no. The birds there were the multiple when they, animals. When they opened yeah. Animal Kingdom, they were like not really prepared to deal with keeping a bunch of animals alive. Oh right, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. And they quickly learned on their feet some about some mistakes in the way they were doing things, and like a lot of the animals died. Yeah, like and, a giraffe might not love the Orlando heat or and, the humidity, yeah. <laughs> and that always that that soured the park for me. I'll be honest. Yeah, that uh, makes sense. I mean, well, yeah, I get that. Uh, they kind of scaled back on the there's real animals of it all in that well, park tremendously. There are. I was there six months ago, and there are a lot of animals there, and it's it's still pretty crazy. I mean, I know they they used to I think have a much more uh, aggressive slate of animals, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that was a big thing they learned early on is that like the the safari where you would see all the animals if you went in the summer. They'd all be sleeping during the day or mm-hmm. like hunting for shade because it's just so ungodly hot. But now do they breed like zebras who specifically are meant to be Orlando zebras? I'm assuming there has been some genetic engineering going on where they've been, you know, what, like a lizard or something? They give them lizard DNA and that yeah. makes them uh, while we're going, up in the heat. While we're going through the parks, let me just ask you guys mm-hmm. not to take over the podcast. No, no. go for it. Uh, can I ask you Blizzard Beach or Typhoon Lagoon? Huh. Um... I ha- I haven't been to Typhoon Lagoon in years, but we just went to Blizzard Beach like six months ago. Uh, I think it's Blizzard Beach, even though Blizzard Beach is like saying Pizza Hut is better pizza than like a local pizza place. I think I think Typhoon Lagoon is the classier, better choice. But if you like kind of like gaudy crap. Blizzard, you can't go wrong with Blizzard <laughs> Beach. Kind of like in, like reveling in its uh, in its fakiness and silliness. Yes, it is. Blizzard Beach is the '90s. You either they haven't changed a thing about it. It is like that. Yeah, it's great. Those teal and purple colors that Disney well, World. And you're forgetting the lead ice skater, the mascot of Blizzard Beach. Oh, the, oh, oh, the, the skiing the gator, ice gator, uh-huh. ice skater, ice right? Gator. Ice yeah. gator. I and like then ice there's gator. a Typhoon Lagoon gator who. I forget his name. <laughs> a real one that attacks a child. Is it Gator? Uh, I can't remember the Typhoon Lagoon's Gator's name. Uh, you got that. Uh, you got that. You were lining up a joke, and you're like, ah, and you like faded. You just kept scrolling I'm through. To find it. You're I, reading unrelated articles on CNN.com. Yeah, I'm just getting around to the, the pictures of desserts on his iPad. Uh, yeah, there there are dra- there are Gators for both parks, mm. but uh, there's a cartoon Gator. There's like a silly there's a cartoon gator. gator. There's Park Stars Gators for both parks. Yeah, I have yeah, those I Gators. Have those. Um, I will say this. As a child, we were not allowed to go to Blizzard Beach and Typhoon Lagoon because my mom felt mm. that they were too intense. So we were a river country family. River country. We spent ah. a lot of time in river country. Not a lot of dangerous slides. Not a lot of excitement. Just listeria. <laughs> Just the dangers of waterborne bacteria. Yes. <laughs> I did not catch that, but that was lurking at every turn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of video footage of me as like an emaciated 12-year-old like trying to climb across a rope. Like there's a rope in the water, and then it's, it was very hard. But like, it looks like my arms are going to pop out of the sockets. Oh, but you I, see, I when you say River Country isn't uh, uh, dangerous or exciting or whatever with stuff like that, it's like a little more rough and tumble. Also, I feel the, like. that's in, true. 
in River Country, the gator is real. There's just a real gator. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> and he can also stand on his hind legs, terrifyingly. The gator for sure is living there now because River Country has been closed for many years, and, mm-hmm. uh, except for like a, an annoying backpack guy who <laughs> finds his way in. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who of course. sneaks in. We are heading into I can't actual ruins. I can't believe we're here. Now, I remember at one point they built, they were into doing like experience things, and they built a racetrack down there near disney world is that still there oh we've That's never talked question. about that on the show was it a richard petty was it like um... it was like it was on disney's property it was mm-hmm. like disney yeah, controlled the but i think experience. they yeah they teamed up with someone someone may have there. died at that yeah, was that true i think so yeah, look that up so we don't know <laughs> yeah <laughs> we don't start claiming deaths anyway yeah, disney's they boo. wanted like oh the whole wild wide world of sports they were doing a lot of that yeah, there. yeah the whole, they, they had a lot of ambitious we're, plans. we're name checking maybe some things for the first i don't think we've talked about blizzard beach or typhoon lagoon on the podcast yet Certainly okay, not so. the NASCAR track. Have not talked about the Disney Institute. Yeah, um, yeah sure. And you, this is a vernacular you speak at a all of these things, mm-hmm. uh, and probably a lot of hotels. Do you, how, about, how about that? Any uh, hotels? Oh, yeah, you, sure. I don't know if you stayed at the hotels. I've stayed at a bunch you... of the. I've stayed at a bunch of the Disney World hotels. Mm-hmm. Um, Highlights there. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Um, well, I'm a. Uh, I'm a yacht club and beach club. Oh, yeah. Okay. Agreed. Uh, mm. I. I. I prefer the beach club to the yacht club because I like the soda shop. Beaches and cream. Beaches and cream. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But of course they're connected, so it's well, easy sure. to uh, get back uh, and forth. You don't want to walk but, very far, though. But I like, I, if I stumble down the but hall. I just, I prefer it, you know, if I'm going to pick between which one I'm hanging at. I've never thought of the difference between the two. I oh, thought, yeah. I, I think, my knee jerk is I liked the yacht more than the beach club, but uh, that's because I stayed there and not the other one. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got nothing. I ended up at, I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast before, but the, uh, th- that was where I stayed uh, my second trip and I was like nine or ten and then I ended up there uh, when I was 14, 15 we were staying at the boardwalk but then the boardwalk was closed okay. due to a hostage situation oh, no. a disgruntled Jesus. employee barricaded another employee in the and their piano bar? son um, <laughs> <laughs> and it was a real piano duel with a SWAT team that came in uh, wow. it, no this guy like uh, he it, it was he was like seeking custody of his son and was not getting to see his kid and it was a uh, uh yeah he barricaded himself for uh uh been, maybe close to 24 hours and they had to relocate everybody in the hotel and disney was very accommodating i remember they asked if there was any i think they gave us like clothes and amenities for I, free wow. because it was at the arcade next to beaches and cream i uh left my wallet on top of the uh coin machine mm-hmm. and How someone old? took it oh uh, this was, i was about 10 years old okay and the Disney employees found the wallet a few weeks later or a week later or so in the trash and mailed it to me back. Uh, in Whoa. Oh, yeah. Was anything left? Uh, the money was gone, but I mean, a a ten year old's mm-hmm. wallet has like the money your mother just gave you mm-hmm. in it, and nothing else. <laughs> okay, yeah, um, and like something that had my address on it, I guess, or they knew that I had lost it or something. Chuck E. Cheese tokens, yeah. perhaps. Um, <laughs> special was, pouch uh, for that. That's a that kind of great attention to. Uh, customer uh, service customer that you'll get at the yacht and beach club i guess okay. so yeah we both have examples of uh, ex- exasperating circumstances yeah. that the disney employees alleviated wow. uh, but that's my favorite uh, resort area because i like the proximity of the back epcot 
entrance. Oh, yeah, that's great. If people don't know that, yeah, it, uh, unlike Disneyland or the Magic Kingdom, which just has the one entrance that takes you down Main Street, Epcot added another entrance, a little secret one that's kind of only for oh, the, the hotel international guests, gateway. The international mm. gateway mm. that takes you, it's what it's between the United Kingdom and France yes, in the right World Showcase area. And it's, boy, it's beautifully done. Great landscaping, those boats passing by, uh-huh. you know, nice at night, dim dim lighting. Uh, just to follow up on something earlier, yes, the Richard Petty driving experience was closed at Disney uh, pretty much largely because someone died on the track. Mm. Uh, oh. Apparently the track, according to this uh, Reuters article, uh, the track was uh, meant to be cars i think were meant to be driven counterclockwise around the track Uh-oh. and they were running them clockwise around the track and like what? whoever was running it did the wrong yeah that what? seems to be they hired a british guy the, the synopsis later mistake. and i remember yeah i remember hearing about it, and then they closed it and i think they like just bulldozed it and used it for like overflow parking or transportation huh. parking and stuff here's this i i Unless we want to talk about this horrible thing more. I have a side no, thought. Please, we'll do a so, separate uh, episode later. This is interesting. I, when we were at Blizzard Beach in September, and I have this same memory from years prior, everyone at the water park is British. I'm not sure why. When I say everyone, I mean mm. maybe 90%, 80%. Maybe I, but like without fail, you would walk by someone and hear an English accent. And it was, there's a lot of English folks because they come because that's the proximity right, yeah. one and they don't want to go to France because we've heard it's bad. Um, <laughs> you were but, there in August, right? Yeah. I think that's but, traditionally the month for British holiday. Like, oh, is that right? Everything shuts down in for Europe for jolly holidays? Month, probably. So, yeah. but, the, but especially the water park. I found that interesting. Huh. Maybe it's a rarity for a uh, oh, that's yeah. interesting for a British. Yeah, person. I don't know. I don't know if, if you know if you're uh, from England, please let us know. It's not great. Um, why do you go to water parks? Why do you go to water? Yeah, water parks. And do, <laughs> do you, you like love them? Water parks. Um, and, and do you, do you like- have a funny word for water park that's different than our word that you use? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and make sure you ask them that. Whoever's mm-hmm. asking. Yeah. And are well, you worried? Ask, you're about- asking them. Really? <laughs> you're saying it. So <laughs> you're asking. Fair. Yeah. I guess I'm asking. <laughs> yeah. Well. Uh, uh, but let's forge an international gateway here and head back to the uh, <laughs> the wonderful. Yeah. Land we've of gone Africa. in that back entrance, and okay. <laughs> now we've gone through World Showcase, and now we're going back in time. To Wait, some attractions to, that don't exist anymore. Oh, you mean yeah. to 1982? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in time to the future. <laughs> to yeah, to what? the future. To when the future began. I, October, as a shirt that I like says, October 1st, 1982, because we're talking about, well, two attractions. Uh, uh, eventually, Food Rocks, but the original uh, Kitchen Cabaret, which was an opening day Epcot attraction. It was part of the Land Pavilion, one of the future world attractions sponsored by craft foods uh van we talked about a couple ideas for uh for topics uh especially in the epcot arena and the fact that you were willing to discuss of all things kitchen cabaret <laughs> oh i love i was rocks kitchen cabaret was one of my favorite rides as a kid i call it a ride that's right i call it uh, rides. it's, it, it's nah. i it wouldn't more of a easier. show but that's fine uh I like it was on a, it was like a must do. It was definitely on my Epcot must do list. Like, really, I would. I I loved it. Where it where um where on the list of Epcot when when you know it's the heyday the, of Epcot is it in the top five? Is it in the top ten? I mean, I think it always happened, but uh, I it, I would say it's in the top five. Hmm? Uh, mm-hmm. Maelstrom is my Epcot number one. Oh okay. yeah, yeah. 
condolences. But yeah, thank you. I, <laughs> yeah, well, okay. and I'm, I'm, it's, I'm torn. I hear, I haven't been on the new one. I hear it's great. It is very good. Uh, and it doesn't seem like they messed this one up. Like if yeah. they were gonna, it's maybe in the ballpark. It's cool. Of, it is cool. And yeah, I, yeah. I, the, the same, the idea, that same ride. The idea of a ride being there in yeah. that part of Epcot is most of the what appeals to me about it to begin with. So yeah. the changing of the theming is actually surprisingly not something that I think bothers me that oh, much. Okay. I have a real thing about uh, uh like yeah the the that the rides are not big uh, big showy buildings in Epcot uh inf- including what we're talking about kitchen cabaret it's kind of like down an escalator and in a little corner the idea that in Epcot you don't know what's around what turn and that there's weird little hidden rides you might miss entirely yeah. that Mexico boat ride no, is I, really deep in the back there I I was not a fan of the land pavilion in general uh-huh because um, we talked about that being the the, the topic yeah, and then and I, I, w- I had you kind of do we we uh we went back and forth we discussed that the land is probably its own thing outside uh-huh. of kitchen cabaret and food rocks and god help the poor guest that has to talk yeah. about the boat ride and the yeah uh, the, uh, the lobby what are, what's left the, the right? boat, if we there's don't a there's, court, a, there's, there's a food court, there's a court. Uh-huh. now it's soren now soren is in the land as sure, well which that, but that's a separate that's a separate episode yeah. uh, we yes. went on the boat ride which is now called living with the land yeah mm-hmm. living with the land and, and it's now an automated narrator it used to yes. be a guy or a girl on there giving you a spiel giving you a little tour uh-huh it uh, is which I somebody as a name kid. check for if you don't know this ride name check some things about this ride about living with the land well what do you uh, get to see on oh it, right? well let's see you get to see some uh hydroponics like, hydroponics you get to see some pictures plants. you get to see some pictures of wheat and grain and grain being harvested and you get to see uh what you get looks to see like. the facade of a farmhouse yeah what you also got <laughs> to see in the classic hershey chocolate world uh tour a facade of a farmhouse I maybe i just liked rides where you saw the facade of a farmhouse i believe that yeah I be- I be- it, always felt, it felt to me like it was inexplicably a boat ride Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, like it, the, yeah. What is the water element What's getting the point? you? Yeah, why? Like it just, why are we like in? that? It also, it's all you're on a boat. Like, well, what? Like yeah. in Pirates of the Caribbean, it's about pirates and pirate ships, right? So and you're on a boat, port town, and it kind of makes down a logic to. But in the land pavilion, you're on the water. Yeah, it's that not land. <laughs> There's yeah. no not. I'm it doesn't really. That. I'm I, sure there's some nerd imagineer who really like bent over backwards to justify why. Well, water, you know, water makes the land what it is. Or something. it allow we take from the water and fertilize the land. Yeah. You see, and then that also a- you soar over the land, and that's why yeah, Soren is in the land. None of it makes any sense. Yeah, and then it's this kind of a doesn't make any sense. What we're talking about today to be in the land. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Well, the, the original hey, right. kitchen cabaret. Yeah. It doesn't make any fucking sense. They're food. <laughs> food comes from the land. Yeah, but it's not. <laughs> but then, like, uh, you know, a lot of the food you see in these shows are, like, processed, processed which I guess well, it still comes from the land, the, but it's not all, like, you know, If it was, like, farm in a farm cabaret, as much as I love it, uh-huh. is a victim of the craft food sponsorship. Of course. Well, like, I think more process. Than, almost, more than... than I, I think in the the between the universe of energy sponsorship and the land, <laughs> yeah. I actually think that this uh, is big the worst. Food did a worse like as far as like the information. Again, I love Kitchen Cabaret, but the nutritional information contained in the ride and in Food Rocks yeah. is 
very much uh, Kraft Foods propaganda. Well, oh, yeah. look, I think processed has a lot of negative connotations attached to it. I think Just I the would say of dairy representation. I would say handmade with love cabaret. by our good friends at Kraft <laughs> and later Nestle. Nestle took mm-hmm. over sponsorship. Yes. At yeah, yeah, Jason, yeah. Jason took a notes during this ride and uh, basically based his whole childhood diet on this. <laughs> I uh-huh. was a big cheese boy, big bread boy. Um, you didn't know they missed the hot dog group, though. Yeah. Uh, a big part of the food pyramid left out. Jason, I think you said a couple of years ago that it was like 2009 when you realized cheese wasn't good for you. <laughs> cheese and bread, yeah. I think. Like, Which I, I, I agree. Well, like, I didn't know that. the food pyramid that bread is the base of? The food pyramid. I, that's I looked into that's the that. one. That, yeah. That's my what, notes, that plays the, a big part in this. Again, yeah. Well, though, yeah. Yeah, yes, but those are themselves like from lobbying and those are propaganda yeah. for... Yeah. But anyway. Yeah, yeah. I, in my notes, I do have... Uh, a, 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 the, I do have the food pyramid with me yeah. in case that serves any function. But the... This this ride, so the entire pavilion is sponsored by Kraft, and th- this is a show where food comes to life and sings to you and sort of presents what a balanced meal might be in yeah. some regard. The four kind of, basic foods, yeah. four food which groups. was the way they thought about nutrition at the time. In, in 1982, 82. and yeah. this was not the case by the time 1992 rolled around, but in yeah, this is originally a show where the four basic food groups come to life and... Uh, uh, and, and are well are, are sort of brought to life by a, a host who's who's down on her luck and can't decide what <laughs> yeah. to make for herself for a fe- we don't know who it's for no families mentioned no no there's um, it's a l- very light on even a hint of a story or a backstory like on Carousel of Progress they flesh in the family flesh out the family this they who knows so this character sorry you were probably going to say. Bonnie Appetit. Bonnie Appetit Your is host? the name of this character. What is Bonnie Appetit? Is she a human? She's a is human. she a doll? Is she a puppet? She she's not like- as big as a human. She's yeah. probably three feet tall. Yeah. She she, that's is, an interesting question. She looks like one of the Thunderbirds. It, she's, she's a yes. puppet. I would say she's a. I would say she is a puppet. You, if you looks, asked her, she would say, I am a puppet. I'm a puppet woman. <laughs> She looks related to it, the Spectro Man, the doll face It's not people. her part. I would say that's not her kitchen. You don't think so? But well, you, you are in a kitchen. Well, this is a cabaret show also. Yeah. So are we talking yeah. about her in the show or her real life? Well, that's a great question. <laughs> so, I mean, I think because there's Bonnie a lot of Appetit to this. Is, is act probably a stage name like Marilyn Monroe. Yes, yes. There's a real woman. Like, like, I guess if we really broke it down, Carousel Progress, I feel, is actually you're seeing this man in his real life and in the different stages of progress. Yeah. This is a show. This I, is a show. And I you do the lobby of the show I, was like a fake city yeah and I, I i in my mind and again i'm just bringing a lot of this yeah, to it that's fair kitchen cabaret is like a toy story-esque mm. world where people might eat in this kitchen and uh, but that food like comes to life and puts on this show sure I, I, my theory is sort of that it's kind of a well let's be honest the cabaret show is yeah. a little bit sexy Oh, it okay. is. I agree. And mm-hmm. this show, for whatever reason, <laughs> is like has a little bit sexy. Like it they're is. trying to do yeah, that. She and is. I, so it seems almost like there the are show a few th- sexy characters. Yes, uh, based uh, on some of the most classic sex pots yes. of all time. Your Mae uh, Wests, 
Um, I don't remember. The one's kind of like a French Earth sex kid. kitten. No, there you go. Earth, mm-hmm. Earth the kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so, yeah. So, I mean, this seems like a show you would see at a burlesque house, but instead of yeah. women, it's a talking cheese or some ice cream. And you've or, got a vaudeville uh, comedy act in there to break up the, the sexy act. That's right. And all the... all I mean, this is a little outdated because all the women characters very sexualized. Yeah. None of the men are. So... That's oh yeah, no, there ain't nothing sexy about ham or eggs. Yeah, they're also doing performances of music styles that were anachronistic in 1982. <laughs> yeah, like, yes, and is. this is why I did not like this attraction even as a child. I the too much theming, like, um, too, too too many, many layers, too many levels. To no, the, no, no. The 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 music actually. Oh, you just I, didn't I, like I it. I will play into what probably what they were thinking when they replaced this show. They probably thought kids don't know what this kind of music is. But in my case, I I would have said that on the survey. They're right. I don't relate to. I don't like. I don't like boogie woogie. I don't like. There's a Gil killer boogie woogie bugle boy parody. Yes. Oof. So Oof. yeah. If you were six in the late '80s, which I guess they've brought that song back in many different commercials, and I think there's been revivals. Of, of that song in different versions. Yeah. The Andrews Sisters exist entirely as parodies now. It's one of those yeah. things where right. nobody knows the original. It's just uh, it's a reference Christina Aguilera point. sampled it on some oh, song. Yeah. Candyman. No yes, there Candy you go. Thank man. you. Uh, so... Do we also just before we get too far? Do, have we conveyed that this is this is a, a robot show? This is an animatronic, is an animatronic yes. show. Yeah. It's, it's not unlike of, Country Bears. Yeah, not unlike Country Bears. It's like a really really expensive version of a showbiz pizza show i mm. many I more might, characters I, many more parts. I don't know that it's that expensive <laughs> well <laughs> just uh, i was watching it today more and elaborate uh, yeah, the robots make less clanking noise as they jerk che- about I mean, it looks cheap it looks very cheap in a lot of ways well, well, I, now hold on sorry i don't want to offend I, you but well, that's i don't I think it might not hold up well on video, but I think in person... Okay, possibly. I think it maybe looked a little better, because I think puppetry often looks much better in person uh, than on a video. I think that's fair. One less layer of removal. people's recollections of both these shows, the consensus seems to be that uh, uh, Food Rocks looked a lot cheaper. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. than kitchen cabaret. I think now food, I always like the music more in Food Rocks. Food Rocks is a, it's <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it's one of a long line of Disney kind of, uh, re redos that are where they kind of just kind of half. A little bit of a yeah. phoned-in redo. Yeah. So we'll we'll say quickly. Just food rocks basically is a, a bit of a reimagining uh, using like. I guess they're not all they're not modern songs, but they're pop songs and rock songs. More and recent than more like recent. klezmer, like the kind of the <laughs> sort of weird genres yeah. that they're uh, using in Kitchen Cabaret. And sort of the framing device is a benefit concert, but not yes. for any charity for just eating for properly, eating right? Yes, eating in moderation. But they put rock music into this show, and it basically was even if you if you like food rocks. More content-wise, it clearly is on the shoulders of Kitchen Cabaret, yes, and, and the, the host is in the same of place. Kitchen and, Cabaret within Food Rocks, like there mm-hmm. are certain parts of the show, similar to how when they redid the Tiki Room, they would play like a section of the Tiki right. Room, right? Mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. exactly as it used to be. There were there's some stuff in Food Rocks that is like reminiscent of 
Kind of some of the same riggings. Yeah. This is the bands yeah. are in the same spots on yeah, the stage. The this one is, comes down is, from the top. The, There's a fridge the in the same dairy, spot still. Uh, the dairy animatronics are the main ones that yeah. came back. The uh, uh, the milk came back. <laughs> yes, the milk. milk. Um, yeah. how, how do we how do we tackle uh, this? We, what's um, done? I think we got to go milk back. Milk was to my favorite. Yeah, let's go back to Kitchen Cabaret, and we'll go through the show a little bit. Okay, so Bonnie Appetit, you meet a forlorn woman. Who is uh, bemoaning another meal to cook? And what yes. I'm gonna, what am what I going to do? What a hell this modern world is trying to figure out the foods we have to prepare in 1982. <laughs> yeah, but our the- solution becomes what? Like just getting some food around? Like I, I don't think she doesn't. The song she sings the. The blues. What, does anybody have it in front I of I have them? it all. Yeah, I have the whole show in front of me. And what does um, the word. what does the song teach her to where she's no longer feeling down on her luck about having to make? I mean, a here meal? I'll just quickly breeze through this, and she says it's time for another meal. Yes, there are days when I feel downcast and get the mealtime blues, and if I don't get a proper meal, my menu will be bad news. Which I don't know if that's like she's preparing it for a person or not. Uh, she said, "Oh, the mealtime blues can get you every time you dine, but when we." But we all can beat that rap and end up feeling fine. So on those days when we feel downcast, I'll give you all some clues to work magic in our kitchen. Mmm, yeah, and chase away the mealtime blues. Now the timing's right. The show's prepared. Let me serve it on up to you. And then she says, okay, crackpots, let's get cooking. Oh, yeah. So she doesn't right. learn anything. Yeah. She, she just, just like, kind of shuts up and does it. She remembers that all the food and utensils talk. And I'll just have them prepare this meal, I guess. She or, just, and, or not. Or they just sing and then no meal is made. Mm. I mean, um, to map on her first song to the movie, the musical cabaret, that mm-hmm. sort of, the Mealtime Blues is kind of like Velcomen <laughs> that the MC sings. Uh, and then the action unfolds. Then Art, the show yeah, starts. Are they similar in general? Do these plots continue to map i wouldn't no, pretend to know zero nazis in kitchen cabaret <laughs> <laughs> but uh, i think but there are oddly there are in food rocks yes they, the are. excess excess uh, the they're worse than the nazis guys i, I mm. associated them more mm. with like a kiss kind of like hard mm. rock band what i'm saying is like they're, a, they're villains and history will not oh, judge them okay. kindly you think yeah. heavy excess the evil the rotting evil food villains. that tries to mess up food rappers show yeah uh, yeah. Uh, yeah we'll get no, to i'll heels. save my malice for the excess food Later. Um, okay, so this the single stage that she's on opens up, and uh, a whole a whole world of singing food in a kitchen comes out. The the band the, the band is called the uh, Crack Ups. What are the, they? The, crack the, pots. Kitchen crack pots. the kitchen crack yeah. pots. Uh, who plays in the kitchen crack pots? I know there's like a yeah, so a there's, mayonnaise drummer. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. mayonnaise is playing the drums. Uh, I can't make out who the who's playing like banjo. There's a Parmesan cheese. There's a <laughs> bottle of mustard. Yeah. There's a bottle of ketchup playing a whisk. So mm-hmm. what I think is interesting is that there's a lot of like real instruments and then ketchup is just playing a whisk and he's got a, like a face on like he knows like he's like this is not a real instrument. What's a whisk? You mean like what you cook yeah, up like a, a whisk like you would beating eggs. Like, oh, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. But so, the, the whisk is not animatronic. Uh, but the whisk is not anamorphic. The whisk is not anthropomorphic, alive. Anthropomorphic. You're saying anthropomorphic. anthropomorphic. No, no, no. Sorry. The, whi- the instruments aren't alive, are they? No, no. no but the no, whisk he, is different than the. Oh, you're saying it makes sense that there was a kitchen item. I'm trying to figure out the yeah because it's a kitchen item with the whisk. I think the whisk is a dead anthropomorphic whisk that he's taken and he's playing the course. Are there kitchen tools? Am I forgetting? Like knives aren't alive in the kitchen cabinet. No, right? no. But no, bottles I just are. Wasn't 
Yeah, bottles bo- are. Well, I think by it's... virtue of them being food yeah, and that's having. True. I have a whole. Okay. Th- yeah. This is my, my question in general. I think I'm not just in uh, Kitchen Cabaret, but in many things, yeah. I'm weirded out by food that's alive and food uh-huh. that's encouraging you to eat it. Yeah. I find it just odd in I general. Agree. And why is that? As opposed to the toys in Toy Story come to life and they want to be played with, uh, the goal. You, uh, food convincing a human to eat you Kill is very me. bizarre. <laughs> yeah, yeah. End this. Send me to hell. <laughs> All food is suicidal. Um, but I also have some anatomical questions. Go For ahead, example, yes. one of the first numbers in the show is led by a milk carton mm-hmm. and who sings next to a big piece of cheese. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if, uh, okay, in a live milk carton, I guess their skin is the carton. Yes. And the, and the flap, obviously, that you tear is the mouth. And, the, uh, uh, and I guess the milk is, is its blood. But if you're in a live cheese with no outer wrapping, you just are the cheese... Then how like how does that work? There's no skin. You just don't have skin. You're one. And what's your blood? Yeah, I, I feel like there's there's inconsistency. It's, it's, different. In, it's different for each character. I mean, I think yeah. I feel like I know exactly the answer to this. Uh, it's different for <laughs> each of them because they're all different species. So the milk, yeah. obviously, the skin is the carton, and inside the blood is the milk itself. So we're drinking the milk's blood, like the milk. Uh, and by the way, the character's name is Mister Dairy Goods. Yeah. Okay. So we're drinking Mister Dairy Goods' blood. <laughs> When we're drinking his milk. Yum, yum. Uh, Miss Cheese, you're talking about, mm-hmm. um, which Thank that's you. that character's name. Uh, they have yeah. a name, you know. She, Her skin is the cheese. And then, yeah, mm-hmm. her insides are also cheese. Also cheese, yeah. yes. But, well, so but then if, this brings up a larger question. Is Bonnie closer to us humans, or is Bonnie closer to the food animatron? Like, I, would she I eat think them? she is like a, I think she's a doll. I think she reminds me of she the... She certainly is. <laughs> no one's arguing if, that. If you remember uh, the Parade Spectro Magic, the nighttime sure. show, uh, there were the, the doll-faced Spectro men that frightened <laughs> me as a child. They would ride on oh, giant glowing light-up ball, some, balls. Some characters named the doll-faced Spectro I men. You were afraid face. of them? They were just called the Spectro men. Uh, but yeah, I was. I did not like... They kind of looked like they had the Strangers mask on, or the, the Purge mask that like look like human faces but are clear. Yeah, sure. uh, Bonnie reminds me of that. Bonnie has a doll-like face that I, I still yeah. find unnerving. She and she has big eyes. Well, Don't let's not forget that. Like, yeah. like the, the film Big Eyes. Yeah, one of the issues with with these characters is that they are not a consistent scale inside of this That's kitchen. That's true too. Yes. No. Uh, they aren't the size that their food is not necessarily relative to each other, yeah. Mhm. I guess uh, that makes sense if you think of her uh conundrum of preparing food as a nightmare. The <laughs> dream states we all go into, things are odd sizes and odd shapes and sing at us. As she's singing the as she's singing the blues having to prepare a meal instead of preparing a meal she goes into this waking nightmare and that's what we're watching yes. in kitchen cabaret yeah. uh-huh. um, but all so so in this scene this is the second scene in the in the show and that we were talking about miss cheeses in that mr dairy goods uh <laughs> miss yogurt uh miss ice cream and, and, and now miss yogurt oh no, wait her head is like a puff of yogurt yes that's and correct. the rest of her body uh i i can't think of it off like a container, I cone think. or a uh, and this is another if if a jug of milk was alive then yes. the jug is there but is, go ahead but and i but cheese is milk also cheese That's is true. hardened milk um 
Well, I guess I understand your guys' internal logic that, yeah. that a cheese. But what if it's a cheese that comes in a wrapper, like a like a brie? The wrapper is the skin. Then the but what? And if you take the wrapper off, then you're taking the skin. You're off ripping of the, the skin off of a person of a of, of an animal. It <laughs> a wouldn't. Cheese the, animal. If the, but then you aren't killing it. You aren't eating it. The, right. The, the brie is going to leave. Li- li- live. Yeah. Um. But so the the brie outside of the paper wouldn't like regenerate new eyes or anything. No. They're it's eyeless from now. Okay. Michael, do you have yes, any uh, index cards, red yarn, and thumbtacks? Uh, and we could figure this out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. No, we okay, could, we'll great. put the podcast on hold and we'll really uh, uh, we'll uh, put that, down that, on uh, that, that conspiracy wall on our Twitter. I, I, here's what I want to talk about. How yeah. horny these women are. Miss <laughs> mm-hmm. Cheese, Miss Dare. They are here. Let me read some of the lines. So Miss mm-hmm. Cheese says, your taste buds all appease. I know how to please. It's known that I'm too good for words. Wait, are we on to oh. Dairy Goods and his stars of the Milky Way? Yes. Okay. <laughs> what are you yeah, talking we about? Fucking Just double checking. You've been talking Just about this checking. for 10 minutes. Let well, we Mike spent a lot read. of time about the kitchen crackpots. <laughs> Right. We're talking about cheese and yogurt. Okay, you're right. We come, the kitchen crackpots are great musicians. They play beats and tuna cans very yeah, handily. Now, we're, now we've moved on to Mr. Dairy. I was Dairy. distracted thinking about this horrifying spectrum, man. <laughs> How many times in the therapist's office have you said the phrase uh, doll face spectrum, man? <laughs> He also, Jason will be silent for half hour stretches of the rest of the podcast and then just suddenly start <laughs> screaming and writhing. Doll face yeah. spectrum, man. Uh, so Miss Yogurt, here's what she's. Your palate is assured. I'm really quite cultured. Make a sour, soured scene okay each and every day. So she's a little less uh, thirsty. Uh, but Miss Ice Cream, mm, I'm cool through and through, and I've got a double scoop for you to be with me, baby. It's such a tasty treat. Like this is crazy. That's the way to this my is heart. Not terribly scandalized by these lyrics. I was expecting a lot worse as you went. What, Van, please help me out here. This is crazy. Ice cream is a tasty um, treat. It well, is, but like if it was just like ice cream, hey, everybody, take a big bite of me. Like that's that's what it, you wanted, a wholesome theme park. But you think tasty, well, it's too... It was, like, when it she's was, delivering I think it was it, a different time. It was a, she's got the come hither, that, a come hither look on her I think f- that, ice cream face. I think that it would have been perhaps inappropriate for a uh, something set contemporaneously and made in 1982 yeah. and worthy of criticism. But I think in 1982, I think it was still very, very okay to reference things that were maybe sexist from the past when referencing mm. the past and then recreate them in the present. Like we hadn't caught, that's like too many layers of problematic. I'm just saying this is maybe PG, PG 13 material for a young uh, person. I think it's a, it's, it's so wrapped in innuendo and like, yeah, little nods to like, um, it's like the kid in Carousel of Progress. Who's like watching the hoochie coochie. And we know if thing. it's in Carousel in progress, it's <laughs> yeah. a, a progress. It's perfect. And <laughs> yeah, there's, no, no pro- the element to it. They're very concerned with progress. So, That's I what they're I, all about. Yeah, I mean, I guess you also. We've said this a couple times. This is something for dad, I guess, as well. Yeah. Like when I dad was this at Epcot. Is a, this is an air conditioned room. Uh, yes, and that's also Epcot I, was full of, and it still is full of. Air I want to point rooms. out that the like the room itself, if you think about the size of it, it's about the size and shape of a porno theater. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, yeah, it doesn't quite have enough seats for a full movie theater seating. Like, it, couldn't do the full screening of Black yeah, Panther yeah, there. Yeah. Couldn't fit in the the, uh, the giant um, blockbuster audience. But, but you uh, and shows s- that repeat all day yeah. on a loop. You go down to Santa Monica, so those one or two Santa Monica Boulevard, those one or two that sure. are still hanging on. <laughs> you're gonna see about the size of the, this room yeah, yeah. that that it's like 50 seats right <laughs> yeah 50 seat theater here something like uh that. yeah uh, so but this is also because it's a theater show there's not a height restriction to go on it right so this is a ride that attracts a younger Pe- crowd people, for that reason yes but people you're, I'm, people of all ages i guess can enjoy it on different levels i guess that is what great entertainment is you know, if you really break it down. <laughs> Thank you. Do we know? Um, I, I don't know. I know the research on this podcast is it's Very, strong suit. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Do we know, like, was uh, the show itself, like, was craft involved at all in the making of the show? I know sometimes with the pavilions, they're more directly involved. I knew that the the land pavilion initially was insanely elaborate. Like it was uh-huh. going to be like glass spires, like essentially a functioning biodome, like in the early blue sky stages. And sure. I think if pretty quickly they realized, like, oh, this would be the most expensive thing. Oh, you know what? I think also felt. might might have come out of that. I, I think I saw that same source as you, and the the uh, the there was another sponsor. That was not craft, and which is why they wanted to do this big this big biosphere kind mm-hmm. of vibe. But then when craft ended up being the sponsor, they didn't care about any of that because they are a food company and they yeah. wanted to do uh, food centric attractions and shows, which is probably where you get Kitchen Cabaret to begin with. Yeah. But in terms of them calling out specific uh, items, I don't know. There's one thing I know, which is that though Nestle becoming the sponsor in 1982 uh, spurred the change into Food Rocks. There Mm. was a brief interim period where it it was Nestle, but Kitchen Cabaret was still running and there was only one change, which is that the mayonnaise jar playing the drums was repainted to become a Mm. tomato sauce jar playing the drums. Okay. (laughs) So Nestle did dictate that. So hey, send us your photos. If you were there in the rare, that's like some like Superman misprint or something. Backwards penny kind of a situation. (laughs) If you saw if you saw tomato sauce jar wailing away on those those cans. (laughs) I would be curious to read like an Epcot book because it's such an odd confluence of like Disney Imagineers corporate interests and then like well, futurists, Buckminster Fuller and Ray Bradbury. Cabaret specifically, and there are a couple of Epcot things that remind me of this but it feels like it kind of comes from the tradition of industrials you know about these yeah the, oh like these the were industrial musicals, musicals that were yeah. put on by major corporations in like the 40s 50s 60s up really through the 80s not yeah. really oh they would get full broadway casts and songwriters there's a book this was out. like the this yeah. was branded content for like 1940 hmm. um, yeah 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 but what it was was it would be for your like you would be ford and you would have all these car dealerships that sold your Ford cars and you'd have a convention every year and mm-hmm. all of you would all the car dealerships would come and that's where they'd learn about the cars they were selling for that year and at that convention a show would be performed and these were called industrials and in, these were custom made musicals like about Ford yeah. like for a Ford crowd of people who like did business with Ford and these were kind of big across industries 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. At that uh, time, like it was fully just like produced, fully with, yeah. produced, really like yeah. talented like, people, people writing who would and performing be in the like full cat, not maybe the star of a Broadway musical, but somebody who would be like in the cast of a Broadway musical, but not the star. Those are kind of people who would be taking these industrial jobs doing these performances anyway yeah, weird. And they, how, would, how, they weren't very well pre- i have a book about that it's called everything's coming up profits the yeah, golden great, age of industrial musicals the guy who wrote that was a letterman writer yeah, yeah. whoa um and it's such an odd like he spent years researching this stuff because it wasn't preserved like yeah he would just have that people would happen to find like the scripts and file cabinets or an lp with the music but like, anyway kitchen cabaret reminds me of those a yeah. lot of those were parody type things where it would sort of be like a, a and maybe sort of like with little like inside nods yeah. to the companies that they mm-hmm. were playing to and huh huh so it was a way and and with epcot being a world's fair yeah. and corporate sponsorship is kind of inherent in that it's a way to have a show like that happening uh, all day every day yeah. because robots do it and not uh, struggling broadway stars mm-hmm. <laughs> weird interesting yeah um as far it seems like because like there it's ice cream it's yogurt obviously it's very like specific stuff they probably had some there doesn't seem to be as much like backstory at least from the lazy research i tried to do earlier Uh this afternoon who wrote this that's what i want to know who wrote this i haven't seen a lot of names of voices or anything yeah i can't find a lot of the voices like voiced ham and eggs they're great that's a killer comedy pretty fun yeah and it's not you know that's that is something that uh you know there's a lot of recurring voices that you recognize you know the buffalo head is uh, in country bears is somebody a voice that you've heard in Mm -hmm. pirates or whatever it is and none of these voices are a voice you've heard anywhere else in another disney attraction there's no and i also don't think that the the animatronics in either show looks particularly disney-esque no No, i agree with you i think that might be a thing that holds me back from both of these attractions they don't feel super Disney to me. These feel, um, you know, that was always, it's a small world. You could always kind of feel that about right. it. Right. It, 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 it looked it's, a, little a little different. different. It's, it's, it's like, not the house style of animatronics. It was not in the house style of Disney animatronics. Right. Like you would see, way, like you were like, they would have done this. This would look differently if it had started its life as a Disney attraction. Like the, mm-hmm. the 
just the kind of the way it's done isn't quite the way they do things. In in Food Rocks, some of the people doing the parody songs are the people who did the songs. Oh, absolutely. Tone Loke, Neil yes, Sedaka, the Pointer sure. Sisters. Oh, well, yeah, we'll give um, them their, their this, due. Yeah. The show, I said this before, but the show feels cheap. The show feels like a show I, there, and this, maybe this is a, I, this is something that's, this is a side note, but it's haunted me for years now. Uh, there was a Little Caesars that was right where I grew up, and it was a giant Chuck E. Cheese style play place. I don't know if you guys ever what? had these where Hold you on. grew up. I've only ever known Little Caesars to be a run-in counter, and you get it and you leave. No, 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 no. There was a place. It was called Little Caesars, and eventually it was called Caesarland when they like revamped it and made it all tubes and ball pits. It was a big place. I loved it. They had rides, they had arcades, they had a place to play in, and they had these little like animatronic like you would you would hit a button and garlic would bread would just laugh at you. And then there would be like a little Caesar and you hit a button and you'd go, Hi, I'm little Caesar and I'm glad you could be here today. And we loved it would go no like, joke. He would go he would no joke, he would it would go like this. There would be a little beat that would play, it would go dun 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 he'd go, Hi, I'm a little Caesar and I'm glad you could be here today. And that's it. And this that was is a, a giant shocking thing. revelation. Yeah. So this yeah. is I'm I am tried to find documentation this exists many people have backed me up i'm not crazy but there's no uh-huh. documentation of it it is gone it's now some sort of fruit market and Wait, it, what's the location here it's it's in schaumburg illinois i'll give you my home address if you want <laughs> um but it was a, a, a schaumburg illinois um and it's I, I i cannot find any pictures of it i'm just wanting to remember to see if my memory of it is exactly as it was but that's all i'm my point is kitchen cabaret feels like stuff i saw at this place which was okay. i loved it but obviously much cheaper when you compare it to some not sort of the same ride. quality i uh, i i want to almost start a mutiny to make the rest of the episode about caesar land and uh, uh, sure. st- uh stop talking about kitchen care i have I, I have i have life in me all of a sudden thing <laughs> everyone <laughs> came alive when i explained there was what? a little caesar's that i grew up that was like a chuck e cheese and everyone was like holy shit we all sat up <laughs> and then when you did the voice we all stood up and now we're all marching <laughs> around the room with vigor um well although i guess it's not a, uh, it's hard to do an episode about something that I just found out about and that there are no photos of or information and about. And may not exist. And may uh, it never have occurred. Uh, I have um, pictures from there, but uh, yeah. Mike, you go Mike, back into your memory, on, Inception was, style, and you find out it was actually the Dolph Face Spectrum, and <laughs> <laughs> they planted a memory. They would be that devious. It was on... <laughs> if, just like them. If you live in my hometown or near there, it was on Roselle Road. Um, How do you know the road? Oh, okay, I that just looked exists. up. Okay. I look. Well, I looked up where this other uh, this uh, place called Zippies used to be, which sold beef. <laughs> Let's get into that too. Write us sure. about Zippies. Uh, yes, but Zippies existed. For you sure. know what else was in Schaumburg? I just found out this week. Did you ever go to Mi- Mickey's Kitchen? Yes, I did. You did go to Mickey's Kitchen. Mickey's Kitchen was uh, they decided on the Disney store. They decided to open up a restaurant next to the Disney store. Oh, uh, smart! And we ate there once. Not good. It was fine, I think. It sounded they were trying to do, in keeping with our theme and topic, they were trying to do healthier fast food, and I think people didn't really like it. Uh, this is I don't want to derail the podcast, but I do think I have a, an original newspaper article about Mickey's Kitchen upstairs right now in my apartment. I'm Whoa. pretty sure. I think. Uh, why don't you go <laughs> find it, and we'll all go with you and leave the microphones <laughs> recording and not edit that part okay. out. All right, great. Cool. I hope you enjoy hearing our footsteps. Uh, yeah, Mickey's Kitchen, one in Montclair in California, and one in 
Schomburg, Illinois, the second one, and then they never did any others. Mm -hmm. So you were very lucky in terms of your food entertainment in your childhood. A lot of exciting revelations. So yeah, sorry to derail the podcast with all this different talk No, let's get back then to uh, pure raw terror. I'd like (laughs) you guys to look at uh, this lineup, and you know them because you've been looking into this too, but just please stare, if you will, at Rennie Rice, Mersey Oats, and Connie Corn. Rice, oats, and corn. Uh, I find them uh, very hideous. There's been a lot of doll faces and a lot of alive food, but these three, to me, are the worst combo of doll face and alive food, particularly the- Rennie Rice, who I think is a, I guess is a bag of rice, but then has kind of like a, she looks like furry, but then with a doll face carved at it, she looks almost like a like a, a, a like a doll a dog toy that's a <laughs> she's some kind of like dog hybrid i i'm uh i'm, I'm not gonna they're, sleep well because of rennie scary. rice and we, we when when evan susser was on and we were talking hershey park he was like mm-hmm. talking about how he thought that the walk around you know reese's pieces or whenever the reese's cups were scary or he didn't like them and i said no i love these characters i didn't know they existed until like a couple years ago but i love them i feel very strongly about that um but i don't have that affection for these characters for whatever so reason. I had some that I liked as a kid. You I was, did. Yeah. Did you like? Yeah. Uh, I mean, and you know what? I'm <laughs> not going to sell it short. I still like them. Who were your guys? Uh, so milk. You liked milk. Yeah. Well, milk came and back. Milk's in Food Rocks. Well, sure. But we so. had a. I had a milk cookie jar that I got from. There's a gift shop in the land. Great. Uh, called. Anybody know it? Broccoli and Company. Broccoli oh, and nice. Company. That's right. That's right. Where you could buy all the kitchen cabaret yeah. memorabilia you wanted. You could also bid on the uh, film rights for the James Bond series. <laughs> <laughs> That's Ooh. one for the insiders wow. out there. Right. Folks. Love all that. Right. When you say milk, you mean Mr. Dairy yes, Goods. Mis- yes, okay. Mr. Dairy Goods. Mr. Just Dairy so goods. we're on the same page. Um, ham and eggs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I let's talk that. about ham and eggs. That. Ham and eggs break up all this sexiness uh, with a comedy routine. Yeah. Uh, Ham's yeah, more yeah. of a straight man, and Egg is a f- funny man. Very and common in cabaret settings. They're kind of a vaudeville uh, duo yeah. type. Who kind of maybe the jokes are a little knowingly lame in the Fozzie Bear mode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and but uh, they 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 crack each other up. Although Egg hey. has a hard time getting in with Ham. Uh, oh, hey, up. look, I hey, look now it. you got me doing it. Uh, uh, there's uh, they also make sure to let you know that cheese is a good source of protein. Yeah. The the the, <laughs> yeah. the facts are laid on thick in both yeah. of these attractions. They just suddenly. Hard right turn. Now we say the because because Ham is not happy with how the act went, and as the animatronics are descending uh, back from whence they came, he, they he wants to pair up with another protein. So he's like, "Yeah, there's a ton of great proteins I could do a bit with, you know, uh, the nuts, for example, good source of protein." <laughs> yeah, they, it's like really dry up from the stage and yeah. lower in a kind of a very ominous sort of way. Yeah. yeah, it says right here, the pan emits more smoke to hide ham and eggs as they are lowered down into the stove. Uh-huh. So, I mean, that is saying they're about to die. Yeah. They do that come is... back for the grand finale and then mm. die. I remember distinctly thinking when I saw the movie The Lion King for the first time, this was when it came out, that Timon and Pumbaa, I said, these guys are just ham and eggs. Really? Ah. These guys oh, are yeah. a knockoff of ham and eggs. They're stealing ham and eggs, this whole thing. Pumbaa is a pig. And he looks a bit like... Similar color scheme? Yeah. Wow, similar voices? Yeah. I think you're on to something. So. And for sure, 
they're all just not a parody of a hundred other well yeah no, that's what's actually yeah. happening oh, okay but, sorry sorry well mike and i briefly toured under the name ham and eggs and we also broke up live on stage and doing we were also our vaudeville act lowered into an oven yeah repeatedly. we were lowered into a giant uh, steaming oven it was bad <laughs> um well Probably. yeah but so you like you like them uh, who, uh, did you who like the your... fruits and vegetables that make <laughs> up uh, i did like i did the like the combo and well i like fruit. the tune Veggie, that's my veggie, favorite fruit, so- fruit. Yes, that's the best. That's the best song, song for sure. In for Kitchen sure, Cabaret. veggie, veggie, fruit, yeah. food. Yes. You're right, but I was not <laughs> immediately. I don't know. This is not on the Tiki Tiki Room short list of I'm Disney classics. By in any means. the show, that's the best one. I'm not and saying I this think they're up. the most endearing characters. And I mean, you those could, have, uh, they, there were stuffed versions of them available in that yes. gift shop. Did and you have like, No, I didn't, but I remember. Okay. Uh, I just yeah. remember seeing them. And, and <laughs> Those cool. characters endured the, well the, after the character the life. merch in, yeah. the, in Broccoli and Company, uh, I think, went a long way for me to selling the ride and the world of it. Yeah. That right. you could get individual merch for individual kinds of food in you, the show. You, as a kid, are probably thinking, well, they wouldn't have merch for it if it yes. wasn't important That's and right. if it wasn't a world yeah. other kids care about. Exactly. Yeah. And you win. You were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, I was always, where's the, when's the cartoon going to come out? And it never. Yeah. You yeah. assume they'd become part of your life yeah. when you left Epcot and they never, they never followed you out. There is a picture of, uh, I, I've seen this a few times. I've seen the item itself pop up on eBay of like a tea towel you could buy with the, all yeah. the vegetables mm-hmm. and fruits on it. And then those characters have endured beyond this show. They were the mascots for the, the food the Epcot Festival, one of the Epcot Food Festivals for a, a little while Define there. endured. Uh, I feel like they come back on retro merchandise on like okay, pins yeah. or shirts sometimes. That's something, like, yeah. yeah. I believe there are, uh, uh, what are those Disney, uh, the dolls that they do, the little vinyl toys of... Uh, Vinylmations? Yes, I believe there are Vinylmations of them. Yes, yeah. I, I just did a quick eBay search to see what we have here. And yes, oh, there's yeah. some Vinylmations. There's also... Uh, Disney's Epcot Kitchen Cabaret full set of five plush. Hey, there's the plushes. Ooh, uh, yeah. Ooh, full set. This What's that a, going for? Uh, See, those are fun. Two ninety five. Two hundred and ninety five dollars. That seems fair. Hey, uh, who, who's in that lineup? Can you name check them? Okay, uh, we have Mr. Tomato, uh, banana. These are all from ve- fruit and veggie. That's they're all yeah. from the colander combo. They're all from the colander combo. Yeah. Uh, let's see if they oh, have. you have. You know who I think is my favorite character in all this is the broccoli with the sunglasses. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, yeah, he is. Fun. One. He's fun. Yes, again, he's like the Hershey Park characters, no traits. He exists. He has yeah. sunglasses. Uh, but that's all you need. He's like Keep a session musician. You know, he shows up. Up, clocks in, does this job, goes home. I think that's why I like him. He's the Hal Blaine of uh, <laughs> fruits <laughs> and vegetables. Yeah. So, so yeah. There's a plenty of this merch here. I, I, yeah. I don't. I don't know if we missed the land when I was a kid because so much of this is not familiar. So much of Epcot is burned in my brain is from being a kid. Could you well, see your parents looking at a map, seeing what was in it, and going, "What if we just don't tell Mike this, about this one? Because if we, uh, we're gonna have to like buy him all this shit and sit through these shows." Well, my yeah, family liked true. it because it was air conditioned, and I feel like we would usually eat at uh-huh. the food court, and it was. I think just everyone could agree on it. I I remember the land and the wonders of life pavilions. You know, big enclosed, multiple attractions, and I think we would all go like, "All right, we're going to be in here for a little while." 
Yeah, I think it's why I love uh, malls more than I should. I think like it, oh, yeah. it gave me my my love of uh, atriums yes. and not frequently updated <laughs> carpets. Both yeah, of these sure. uh, pavilions. Okay, so all right, we we love the fruit and veggie song, right? We agree. Sure I think do. everyone's agreed. They yeah, love agreed. veggie, veggie, fruit, fruit. And it's, then there's uh, this kind of hit. like a medley finale. Mm-hmm. There sure and she is. She doesn't even eat a meal, though, right? She's just kind of like, well, yeah. We don't for watch coming. the robot eat a bunch of food. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, end. that's yeah. true. And they sing like the last thing they sing is the proper foods each time you dine can keep you fit and feeling fine. Eating right's a healthy sign, and feeling good makes each day shine. And shine but they really didn't give you like a real strong like message <laughs> no it wasn't the, a real i will say in the show itself it's not the lyrics are not really sold like they're important uh uh-huh. mm-hmm. like the yeah. it's There's kind of no memorable the vibe of the the music they're saying doing at any given point uh so i feel like you're really focused as you go through this on the lyrics that's true you're right that's doing a disservice to the rock. Right, and you're right. Look, there are great pop songs that if you really analyze the lyrics, what do they mean? It's more about the vibe of the song. It's more yeah. about the feeling. Uh, the only reason I'm I'm um, interested in this is because Epcot is about teaching. Epcot is about enlightening people on different aspects of our world. So if you're going to put this in a thing called the land, I think that it's, it's fair for me to scrutinize what exactly the message is. If this were in Magic Kingdom, sure, let's just have a good fruit vegetable party. Who gives a shit? But since we're in Epcot, I think that we need to give it a little bit more weight. I well, think we I think to... it reflects the thinking about nutrition at the time. Like, yeah, just get a bunch, a little of all that shit. Like the 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 food rock show uses a lot of words like moderation and lean, like mm-hmm. stuff that was oh, very nineties, very nineties. Very nineties more. There's thinking. more. Yes, there's more more in uh, food rocks as far as like maybe instruction. But it feels yeah. very noty. I feel the corporate hand in Food Rocks yeah. a lot more, oh, sure. despite it being more current and irreverent yeah. than That's Kitchen true, Cabaret. Yes. Well, That's here's true. one thing, and I guess let's just jump right into Food Rocks. Uh, yeah. Food ra- the, that open, Food Rocks opened in 1994. 1994 is also the year that it became mandatory to have nutrition labels mm, on yeah. food. Mm-hmm. And you see Food Rapper, yes. the host, voiced by Tone Loke, is a giant nutrition label. Yeah. He so, is, it's kind of, a, he's a vague animatronic. He is it's very like, what vague. are we looking at here? He looks yeah, like he's a dimensional rapper. for what? Like the back of a, a Capri Sun kind of he's shaped he's like. He's an odd shape. And yeah. is a label, is a nutritional label that tells you the amount of protein and carbs. Is yes. that a wrapper? I don't well, think it's an accurate it's, name. Yeah, I mean, obviously they're going for the pun of the of yes, rapper. A lot more puns and in Food Rocks. And his his name is F U D W O. Yeah. Now, why is that? I don't know. Is that supposed to be like Tone Loke somehow? Uh, well, I think I, I have a guess why. Ra- uh, so, when you're doing a character like this, you want to be careful to have it be a trademarkable name. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, smart. Um, to sell the pun, you have to spell rapper normally, like the word rapper. Mm. Oh, huh, yeah. Because otherwise, you're just gonna you're, you're not gonna sell the pun. So you got to change up food. Uh, otherwise you're saying, saying food wrapper which just is the thing and right. it's not going to be trademark that's the, the kind of way. that's hard to, to google that's hard but to that's, like have a put a stamp on but you're, if you google my, you fud gotta, rapper yep 
Oh, F. oh that's smart. And if they wanted that's to my sp- guess. Good bring him off spin later. Him off later. Yeah, like exactly. Just Johnny Depp ended up playing food rapper and yeah. not uh, pirate from Pirates mm-hmm. of the Caribbean. That would Do have you, been a big problem. Is oh, there something please. subliminal yes. too in that F-U-D is one letter off from fun? Yeah, sure. Food that's probably fun. a part of it. I feel it. Well, that seems to be the modus operandi of Food Rocks as opposed to Kitchen Cabaret. Why go to this austere... You know, uh, vaudeville uh, uh, presentation when you can go to a crazy jacked up rock concert. And that's what Food Rocks is. Like Live Aid. Yeah, just like Live Aid and Farm Aid. I will say Food Rocks does... They do bring more energy. Yes. It is a a higher energy show. Uh, It's a less relaxing experience for sure. The segments are shorter. (laughs) The segments are shorter. It's faster. The music fights the air conditioning a little more. The 80s had really uh, taken hold and changed our culture, and Mm. we got MTV, and then we got Food Rocks. This was a singing food show for the MTV generation. Yeah. Uh, it's got attitude and it's got rap. I, you know, I'll say that we've, you know, we've covered the Hard Rock Park recently. We, t- you know, anytime a, a, a theme park tries to get into music territory, it can be a little embarrassing. I don't cringe at this as much as I think I could. Mm-hmm. A lot of the music is out of date, but the even the, that they're aware of Peter Gabriel, that the uh-huh. police are in it, it's a little hipper than you might expect. I'm not saying it is hip or it's not <laughs> no. cringeworthy, but the inclusion of Tone Loke, the yeah, inclusion of a rapper, I think be that, the host. Yeah, yeah, and I think that Food Rapper was actually an early uh, example of inclusion in the park. Absolutely, mm, yes. Uh, that's uh-huh. good. That's a good point. And it's it's kind of late, but that's just how it, how it went. Hmm. Is it, it was? Uh, what do you think was the first rap in a? theme park anyway, in, in, in the Disney park. Could it ever. be this? The Maybe first this? rap within like within an actual official theme park experience. Like I'm sure yeah. someone rapped at Epcot. And there was, the, it, there was the rap. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've, you know, we've talked about the Splash Mountain rap. Right. And we've talked about when Alan Thicke uh, rapped to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> sure. Or if we didn't, I, we sh- should. We yeah. have talked um, about that. But yeah, the, per- the first but installed I mean, yes. rap. Installed. Now, are there any yeah. others? Uh, maybe in uh, Beetlejuice's Graveyard Review. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Some There's got to be a rap that. on that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, well, now in the line for the Jimmy Fallon. That's exactly. <laughs> you took the thought out of my head there. Yeah, Black sure. Thought History uh, rap. raps the safety instructions uh-huh. uh, while Jimmy uh, throws um, cards uh, down like Bob Dylan. That's correct. That uh, does happen. But yeah, there's not a lot of hip hop in the theme parks. Well, so I'm going to give Food Rocks some big yeah. points for that. Yeah. Uh, and it's not, you know what? It, it's not uh, super embarrassing either because you'd think the like a theme park putting rap in would be a little like, you know, like you'd like dudes with dude it'd be a little more sort of like hey yeah. Minnie, check it no, out they, check what they, i can do mini oh well did, you are reminding me a legacy of like mickey mouse with a boom box that's yeah. kind true. of yeah. rap type mm-hmm. stuff yeah. and this this is like a little you know, better than that tone loke he is a real rapper is uh-huh. he someone who also had done some disney movies sure Yes, yeah, probably the reason that he's there, but you know, uh, uh, yeah, his songs were were legit. Yeah, 
Funky Cold Medina. Sure. Um, that's like as good of a, that's as legit of a song as somebody's going to be in Food Rocks. Was he as the first choice for the ride? Mm, I can't imagine. I think in well, general, we're seeing a lot of second, third choices. Um, so that's one yes. brings up a question for me um, because the I, there are adversaries in this uh, the the band uh, the fictional group the excess the heavy metal junk food yeah yeah um, they Oof. sing an original composition called give us junk <laughs> what do you think they tried to get do you oh. think there was an actual because because every no see I think a, they wouldn't for the bad guy that's what have I'm gone questioning so because every no. other every song in this is an, a, a song that exists and it's a parody except for that one song but they would have to kind of make those guys the bad guys so do you think there was a band they went to that were like you're going to be the evil yeah I don't people think would so. be willing no. to do that wouldn't Gene Simmons be a uh, he, but well but then you get money. all the baggage of I mean, Gene Simmons mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like do they, they go to you like know, a, they tried Rock and Roller Coaster was supposed to be Kiss. You guys oh, we didn't. We no, did a rock and roller coaster episode. You guys didn't go over that part. We of talked. It? To, we'd heard that it was supposed to be Rolling Stones. I had not heard the Kiss component. Kiss, hmm. really? Mm-hmm. Well, then we have a correction uh, yeah. to make, or you need to send us an article. I'll, I'll get you guys. I'll back that up. Then okay. we'll have. Then All we'll right. record the I'll addendum. You can come back I mean, and. Uh, makes I believe sense. it. It makes sense as of somebody yeah, that they, they would. Will, and they, they seem like a coffin. Well, and also it makes sense that that would fall apart because they're right. He, Gene Simmons is notoriously difficult to negotiate with. But yeah. that whatever there's a miniature golf course as we've both golfed at in Las Vegas, the Kiss Mini Golf. That yeah, for sure. some reason they were able to close a deal, no problem. Yeah, I bet he gets a cut of that gate though. Yeah, I'm That's sure he the does. Problem. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, see, I, see, oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a big tongue. He wants well, a big taste. <laughs> that happened with the Rolling Stones. The Rolling Stones wanted an uh-huh. obscene amount of money. Every also, year. a big tongue. Yeah, yeah, a lot of tongue. Uh, Spielberg. So did Steven a, Tyler. Like Let's a not his tongue. amount of the annual income of Steven Spielberg every year comes from his cut of the game yes. Universal that he still gets. He gets yes. a cut. Of he gets a, your every addition. time you he buy has an executive producer. And, every time you buy a ticket to Universal Studios, he gets a set percentage of that. I don't know what the number is, but it's high enough that it's millions of dollars a year for him. Oh my god! Yeah. And that, and that goes up. It must that, increase. And that was time. a deal that was done when theme parks yeah. were not like. The idea wasn't necessarily that tickets were like a hundred dollars, right? They 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 now are so very upset that that deal exists. Yeah, because they would make have so much made money. It a percentage of a different number. Yeah, not that one that they decided to make be really high. Mm-hmm. But you got to think people are going because of the IP he brought into the parks. I mean, who would go to Universal Florida if not for Botanicus? That's right. <laughs> He's ET sixty percent of the audience on the Green Planet. He absolutely is. It's, excuse me, Zrex teacher. That's oh, E.T.'s yes. real the name. The proper name. Zrex. Uh, C-R-E-K. Uh, anyway, yeah. back to Food Rock. Yeah, yeah. Food so, Rocks. So we go in and it's first. First of all, I read, this could be wrong, uh, uh, that Disney owns the Queen catalog. That, yeah, Hollywood Records. Is that right? Okay. Uh-huh. When I, I worked Whoa. for this weird uh, Disney company uh, uh, and there was made like viral video, attempted viral videos for Disney and they, I, I, I spent a week editing uh, uh, taking Bohemian Rhapsody and editing clips of Pinocchio to it. Wow. I condensed the entire story of Pinocchio uh, uh, into the length of Bohemian Rhapsody and I finished it and was like, eh, I think I did okay. That, that, this exists. I did it. And then like, like ad people were so moved by this they like i cried the synergy between these two pieces of ip that (laughs) we control both of this mashup of properties made me weep i just could people were 
getting in it. People were putting their hand on my shoulder. Like, Scott, you don't. I had a the catharsis. I had. Because like, I. Pinocchio this, plus. All right. Is this still available? Never came out. Either. Is yeah, this we, online? Oh, did, no, no, no. Oh, never. And then no. ultimately, wow. ultimately, Queen said no. Even though they did own the, the catalog. Yeah. I think it did go up to, to Brian May. Uh, uh, somebody who I bet also is, I bet they were, I wonder if they were tried for a rock and roller coaster. That would have been a good idea too. So you're saying that they, they rejected your Pinocchio video, but they said that when they <laughs> sent them the, the food rocks, the plan for food rocks and the parody song of Bohemian Rhapsody, they were like, yes, yes, please. And it will be a band that's like a parody of Queen. No, no, no. They'll be called the Utensils. <laughs> All right. Sure. That seems clean to me. Absolutely. <laughs> I sign off. It does. There, that, that is a very good point about all of this. It's inconsistent in the names of the fake bands, yep. the parody bands. Some are puns. Yeah, you got the Peach Boys. The right. Peach. That's a low-hanging fruit. I'll say that. Oh, oh God. Hey, all, right, all, right, doing all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Look at this guy over here. I um, really have a problem with Neil Musaka. <laughs> like what? I had to look up what Musaka is. <laughs> what is yeah, what is Musaka? I forget. Does anybody know offhand? I it don't. is a food. Is, is it moose? Food, is that food thing? Could be. Oh, I know what Musaka is. It's like a Greek lasagna, essentially. It's just essentially lasagna with other stuff in it. Is that it. right? I think so. Wow. It sounds uh, delicious, but it's, and I guess it has the AKA, but he, then I don't believe Neil Musaka is a is a Greek lasagna once you see him. And the, it's all over the map. <laughs> and that's a parody. Oh, that, uh, the man, Neil Sadaka is the yeah. parody. So it does sort of line up. That uh, one, you know how sometimes we have to, on something like this podcast, have to say, oh, for those of you who are younger, you might not know, you really might not know Neil Sadaka. Oh, yeah. That's, I'm interested, I'm very interested in like who was like, we got to get Neil Sadaka. And yeah. I mean, I when you're including, song. I, I someone, also, that someone was proud of themselves about that pun. They were like, I've got the best. And they forced Sadaka. it through. Upon. And then, like, the Little Richard, like, parody is just called Richard. He's just... Bi- they, it's Richard, it says here. They took the, the one bit of color out of his name? Yeah. Now he's best, just Richard? The best one is Peter Gabriel. Yeah, I'll think. give it out to Peter Gabriel. Yeah. Uh, just to confirm, Musaka is an eggplant or potato-based. Uh, usually includes ground meat, sometimes has a milk-based sauce on top. So if you can imagine, mm. like, a lasagna, no noodles, eggplants... And kind of a, I can imagine a that. sauce on top. If it's delicious. Can, it's if very you can heavy. Imagine that sauce singing a parody of breaking up is hard to do. Yeah. Um, if you if you can imagine that. The We're sauce on top lot. would be the skin or the hair. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, the eggplant uh, is his blood. Probably the best. <laughs> but what's his blood? Let's. I would need a chart of what every character's blood is. The ground is. meat is his guts. Peter Gabriel's blood is hummus. Um, <laughs> air is his blood is air. He's empty on the inside. Yeah, what's in? Yeah, uh, knowledge, facts, <laughs> numbers <laughs> is what he's made of. Um, Peter Gabriel is a highlight. I would agree. Uh, the parody of Sledgehammer, High Fiber. Um, it you know it's sung by the guy who voiced uh, Wacko on uh, uh, Animaniacs. Uh, 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 the man's name is J- uh, Jess Parnell. You got it. Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, how pretty about good. It? Now there's a voice you recognize. Come there's better before. voice talent yeah. in this thing. Came up in the Splash Mountain episode. Let me ask Van. Do you yeah. remember when you went to Epcot the first time and your beloved Kitchen Cabaret had been changed into Food Rocks? I do, and I actually. Uh, I was excited. You were. Okay. Um, I didn't know. You know, this is these. This is in the dark days when you right. didn't know what things were before you went to them. Oh boy, uh, we're fixing that. 
and uh, I re- I went uh, and I remember the show starting. I sat down not knowing they'd updated it. Like I was, I missed the like theming out. You know, they put a new marquee up, um, and I somehow missed all of the retheming. And so I remember the show starting and being like, "Oh, the show is different." Um, but I got it in my head that this was like they would up that it would ever be updated again. Mm. Hmm. Like I remember thinking, like, "Oh, I guess maybe they're going to start updating it." So you just thought maybe every couple of years. Yeah, but yeah. I, I I didn't have that like. Uh, you weren't upset. I wasn't upset, and I think, but though maybe it was because I went in and sat down. I had no expectation of yeah. how is the new one going to compare to the old right. one. Oh, okay. Uh, that might also just be a difference in like our culture now. Sure. You know what I mean? Like when people accepted stuff more, I feel yeah. like in the old, now it's very much like you have to, have I was always excited and, uh, when things would change in the theme parks because I like, you change know, the, seemed change better. seemed better. Like it's a living, breathing thing. Uh-huh. It's getting better. It's the change. You would feel it was good. It was good that it was changing. You know, I also remember like certain theme parks, other theme parks. It's like, you know, when they things stop changing, right that's when they're in trouble right absolutely oh yeah and that's not that that's counter to walt's vision although this was a time of some pretty bad changes enchanted tiki oh, yeah. room uh, under yeah. new management was yes. pretty wretched and i but i'll say you know when you compare this to the like hippified remakes of old attractions i think this one's not uh, not not too bad. It's not. It's it's a. It isn't closer to the top of the list in terms of uh, not being. Uh, I think it's. I think it is a little more energetic and a little more fun than Kitchen Cabaret. Yeah. It is also though. It does. You know, they're not starting. The Kitchen Cabaret is not starting from like the original Tiki Room Bar. That's not. Right. <laughs> That's a good point. It's yes. Not, yeah. I do <laughs> like the classic. name Kitchen Cabaret. Yes. It kitchen is a Cabaret. Good, good name. name. K Kitchen K Cabaret. Yeah. As they spell it. Yeah. Food fun. Rocks is a dumber sounding. Yeah. yeah. They definitely dumbed. <laughs> food I, I rocks. have the note. They made the name dumber. <laughs> yeah. Too. Food Rocks. Yeah. Is, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Not it's pun. not really it's a pun. Not a, yeah. yeah. It's well, just, yeah. It's like it's it's like sort of phrased like you've made a pun but you haven't right mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i'm sure there's a pun we could like think of that's better of like, i guess because it's food and then they're doing rock music well that's just saying yeah the thing it yeah. is and then the thing it is it's not but it's sort of like it puts itself out there it like it feels it's like it, there's a blank spot waiting yeah, for a pun where you're waiting for something clever or like yeah, yeah. like they were trying to come like, up with a name and it's like what do you want to just call food rocks and everyone's like yeah, let's just go home. Let's do that. I <laughs> yeah. will go home tonight. I, I also think this is, I think the Kitchen Cabaret was maybe from an era when I feel like they came up with that idea and then that was just it. I there, I bet Food Rocks had like 30 names. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah Probably very market more... ran, th- ran through Nestle. Right. Uh, um, yeah. There were Nestle people who had to shift from one is a meeting about the the uh, uh the program to get third world women addicted to baby formula uh <laughs> sure. <laughs> that they could keep sending to those countries uh, into infinity and then like hang on can i grab you for the uh the the, the uh, epcot thing yeah sure yeah um, uh, i, I want 20 up, new puns let me see them um uh uh great twitter user uh, Pro- uh progress city uh wrote a book uh, about uh, some disney stuff called the progress city primer uh linked a while back to a uh, menu from the first restaurant at the land, like an opening day menu. Okay. And there's craft logos all over it. Yeah. And okay. uh, 
I just I was really tickled by reading and also like all the food is either covered in a lemon butter or a peppercorn sauce or a cream sauce. A lot of mm. oh, lot of heavy dairy sauces. Eating. Not a lot of veggie veggie fruit fruit. Yeah, <laughs> not a lot going on there. Uh, but there there was this great um, I guess it was the motto, the corporate motto. It, it just says craft means good food. Dot 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 worldwide. Like that's just mm. that, that motto is just nothing. Yeah, it's gener- just a general. Statement. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. not anything either. Yeah, that, oh maybe that was how they were doing well, things. Well, I think just that general was, statements. <laughs> this was again just to put some historical perspective on this, which has been my role in this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Sure. thank you. Uh, you know, this was a time when globalization was a new concept, and mm-hmm. I think that craft food true. was probably trying to forefront the fact that they had brands across the world and were a mm. global company. Also pictured in in this menu next to the wine list, some of those brands like Cracker Barrel Cheese or Velveeta or Parquet or Philadelphia Great Cheese. Yeah. Again, on the page opposite the wine list. Wow. You got to yeah. pick your wow. cream cheese before you pick your wine. That's yeah. cool. I, I was thinking like Epcot Center, just in general, um, before Walt died, Walt Disney died, his dream, as we all know, was to make a true experimental city that would be a, a beacon yeah. of hope and change for the whole world, and it would organize cities in a different way, and they would be like clean cities as far as energy is concerned. Uh, I, if he was like reanimated, and he was like, take, he would like, he, the first thing he would be like is take me to Epcot because that was what he, his dying wish basically was to finish Epcot Center. Uh, and then he, he walked and there was just like a show where there was a talking milk carton and then there were all these pop songs. Like, wouldn't he be the most disappointed man of all time? <laughs> like, this is what you guys did? What? So now will you take me to where the uh, uh, the solar electricity is uh, yeah. is is made and where uh, uh, where all the you know, children of the world live in peace in a uh, uh, in a in a, in a mixed race school? Well, and uh, well, there's um, just a bunch of that. people drinking in the back of it. I guess there's people just go country to country and just drink a different fruity colored drink with ice. What? What is that? Uh, uh, what are those buildings with the giant swan on top? The hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> I I see now. I think that he would love the. I think swan he would love the swan and dolphin. I think he would think those were a savvy business deal. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, those were managed by bold architecture. They those are managed been, by not Disney. It's like oh, okay. a third party uh, management, and they're building had, another hotel across from it. Also, will be managed in a partnership like now, that, which is odd. The swan and dolphin, you know. Sure. Did those ballrooms get used uh, to dissect cadavers? <laughs> yeah, maybe. So we discovered uh, possibly. So do your yacht and beach club ballrooms. It's true. Yeah. There's, there's <laughs> blood on every just, ballroom uh, floor. My dad just listened to that episode, and he's like, we're not staying at the yacht or beach club. Now that I know that, we're not staying <laughs> wow. there. Wow. We, we have never stayed there, and we had talked about it. And he's like, I don't know if I want to stay there now. <laughs> wow. He's just worried the yeah. bone will I fall mean, off the ceiling while that, he's sleeping. I think that. These dissections are some of the uh, some of the happier things that happen at Disney hotels that you don't want to think about. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Enough said about that. An ominous tease yeah. from Guest Van Robe Show. Uh, we're still here on Podcast the Ride, and mm-hmm. uh, Man, we're going back. back to I never remind people what you're singing, listening to, like radio shows. Uh, back to back the, to singing. Back uh, to singing food. Um, yeah. You got the, uh, uh, you know, it's another punless uh, section. That's a jump around too much, but to the climax, <laughs> in a way, when sure. the excess performs their 
evil tyrannous song of wishing to eat junk and being okay with your teeth rotting uh then kind of the song stops and then they're like what happened and food rapper says no power you just got unplugged which is accurate it's what he did he took a plug and he unplugged Mm -hmm. it and that's not a food thing i guess unplugged is a reference to mtv unplugged but other other than that it's just kind of i don't know food rapper just says what he did and it's uh i don't know it's a bit of a a heavy metal band and so, so they're so they're, power they're, reliant. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Hmm. Good point. Well, food wrapper hit him where it hurts. Yeah. And there I just described the stakes of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, yeah, that's the very exciting part of it. That's it, like the most exciting part. Now, I haven't rewatched these shows. I, the, that band, the evil band, are, are they, what are their animatronics? They, were they a re purposing of any of the food from the previous it's unclear sure. what they are um i was i have that in my notes are they garlics are they rotting <laughs> garlic yeah, they look like garlics but i also they could be like hard candy maybe like a uh-huh. wrapper of a hard I'm trying candy to like where on stage yeah, are they anywhere saying. where something else they was? pop up a couple well, are we talking stage left or stage right like are we on the stage well, or are we looking the, I, at the stage I, I, yeah that's a good question and they pop up different places and i assume are different if we're looking at the stage they're towards the Right. right but it'd be opposite if you're in food yeah, if you're so, but you're looking at it, they're towards the right they're just correct? below uh, uh you know uh, they, they'd be uh, directly below peter gabriel uh-huh. if that helps you visualize <laughs> uh uh peach boys in the center uh, sure. uh richard not little richard off to the right and then uh, <laughs> uh everybody uh <laughs> and then food wrapper down downstage left yeah That's he's correct. he's where yeah. uh um uh, a need of food. What is her? Yeah. What is her name? Bonnie Appetite. Bonnie Appetite. A need of food is what <laughs> I just guessed. That is. It might be better. Need of food is pretty. That good. would work if it was a more specific food. You could do a need a burger or a need a slice of pizza. But a need of a food doesn't quite work. I need a milk. I wouldn't based. pass. I couldn't be on the pun staff of one of these shows. Yeah, here I'm showing Van right now. They're here they are. This is the garlics. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, all you need to know is that they have tood. Yeah, their guess, food with tood. And yeah. they have tattoos and their are teeth are missing. Wait, and food wrapper would be over, uh, over he's here. On, he's here. Oh, he's yeah. stage right. Yeah. Guys, the point is, they are some bad guys. They are some yeah. scary, evil, vicious musicians who are ruining the fun. Oh, yeah. They're not really junk food, are they? They're just kind of dirty. They're, they're bags. <laughs> yeah. They're like, because he does they're it like for foot bunions or something. <sighs> what are, we'll, what we'll are ask they? people on Twitter what you think the excess are. Are they just pure, they're manifestations of evil? They're like just shapeless nothings uh the, uh the vaguely the size that a food item would be they probably couldn't like they somebody would get litigious if they made them look like any food mm-hmm. I, I think they're supposed to be something i don't i i, I think like onions that were left in the trash and they're fine with it they're like let yeah. me rot like rotten food i, I have a death wish food I because like- if a, if a, because maybe we're getting back to food motivation. If a piece of if a piece of fresh food really wants to be eaten, maybe the the inverse yeah, of that food. is for a food to, for food to rot and never be eaten, and that's what the excess wants. And that's why I hate them. 
Yeah, because they don't want to be uh, eaten when they're fresh. Yeah. They don't want to die uh, when they're yeah. in their prime. In a human's... <laughs> <laughs> I want to die when I'm a burden on society. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> I'm going to bring up something else uh, confusing, which is the Get the Point Sisters. Um, hmm. They sing the song Respect by Aretha Franklin, which is not their song. Yeah. It is the real Pointer Sisters singing... Uh, not a point, and also the name is strange. The Get the Point Sisters, not one of the better names. I also, it's I know that they're candy bars, but it took me a sec. They're sort of just like they look like ribbons or something. They yeah. look like beautiful uh-huh. ribbons. Um, uh, but hey, kudos to the real Pointer Sisters for doing it, and sure. uh, it's not not a bad song. Uh, I want to go backwards a little. Mm-hmm. Uh, they changed the like pre-show area, the little lobby you would wait in. It used to be a very elaborate like cityscape, city facade, because uh-huh. like you were yeah. going in a Broadway theater and converted it as many '90s things are to just kind of like cartoony-looking Cartoon, paintings angles. on the wall. Yes, it's very different. Uh, with a lot of food facts, some of which I found very odd that they posted. One, cashews are never sold in the shell. That's because they are related to poison ivy, and the shells contain an irritating oil. <laughs> That's a weird thing to have painted on the wall at a theme mm-hmm. park. Take that back to this your friends uh, at your school, kids. <laughs> uh, here's another one. Why is there a stalk of celery in a Bloody Mary? Since ancient Rome, celery has been thought of as a hangover remedy again a weird thing to have painted on a wall for children in the land pavilion this is in like you see these little cartoony paintings as you walk in to the show it's just it's a very strange choice very strange the 90s were a wild time (laughs) (laughs) Um, people's ideas of what food facts were were so out of whack Mm -hmm. um what have we missed what well we there's a lot of like actual people doing the voices which i think is i remember as a kid finding that neat and i thought it was because i read about that in my burn bombs guide on the delta (laughs) flight on my way to disney Mm -hmm. world and i remember thinking i'm this is something i'm gonna know when i'm watching the show the other kids don't i will know (laughs) that neil sadaka is neil musaga i will know that uh chubby checker is chubby cheddar yes he's chubby cheddar Mm mm-hmm um, um, that's pretty good. He, that one's a good name. Here's a here's a here's a thing about I noticed. So Chubby Cheddar is kind of like he's in the background. It's it's unclear to me if he's sort of a full animatronic or it's just sort of a uh, an, an, an excuse me an animation it's or like something. Like a silhouette. Mm-hmm. Um, he is he's doing you know the twist, which is Chubby Checker's signature um, only song. But Chubby Cheddar. <laughs> Looks to be holding a cheese grater above his head as he does the twist, mm-hmm. which is very dark. I mean, he oh, is he is advocating <laughs> that you... He's a cutter. Come on, baby. <laughs> yeah, he is a cutter. I mean... Kill me now. <laughs> Kill yeah. me slowly. Well, he used to Slice have skin. That's true, right. That had been ripped from him. His package of skin has been ripped off. Now he's just the inside. Is that shade? Is Nestle throwing shade at Kraft? Oh, that's interesting. Oh. Oh, wow. Like, Kraft, go kill kill yourself. (laughs) We finally unlocked the secret intercorporate message. They've implicated Chubby Checker in this whole evil plan of theirs. Unwittingly, surely. I mean, he got paid. Go great yourself. 
I, huh, well, we figured that out. You know, in keeping with the theme in this episode of uh, punless puns, um, I, I was curious about what old chubby checker is up to. Uh, he, he is not up to being dead. He's, well, he is up to being alive. Uh, good for him. And uh, you can not only book him for uh, corporate events uh, or, or whatever, uh, maybe for a podcast. In fact, if you want to book uh, chubby checker, email eevans at thelasttwist.com. That's a tip from <laughs> me, Scott Gardner, to you. Oh, wow. I saved you a trip to chubbychecker.com. Uh, but also, uh, he sells uh, uh, food himself. You can buy uh, beef jerky from Chubby Checker. And you know what it's called? Beef jerky. What? what? <laughs> Chubby Checker's beef jerky. It's not like, dude, there's no, it's not a twist. It's not. Uh, now. Do they call it the last twist because the idea is you book him and maybe if you're lucky, you got the last one. You know, I was there. I hate to say I'm not proud of this, but, you know, it was a meaningful moment in my life to get to see the last twist. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, yeah, I know, but to be the, the second to last twist, if you shelled out the money for that wow. and found out. Can you imagine? Uh, well, you'd be a fool. Um, they also, also has like uh, checker chocolate and pony punch. I guess wow. he had a song called The Pony. Huh. That was another dance he did. Uh, that that's a little popular. closer. But um, that, it, although several of those items, Pony Punch and Checker Chocolate, only available in bulk orders. Let me so ask, don't buy Pony Punch unless you want a ton of Pony Punch. Have any of us seen Chubby Checker live? I, I want no, to wonder if you have. a lot of like. I know, certainly have. Hey. <laughs> September Fest, Schaumburg, Illinois. Oh, Schaumburg was the place to yeah. be. Oh, yeah. Three Did you yell out, do the do exercise to the tune of the twist rather than the twist? <laughs> yeah. Do your Food Rocks song. I was really into We went to see the Food Rocks uh, material, but he didn't. Uh, <laughs> Did he, he have just the greater? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he had a greater, though. He didn't do any of the songs. So. He also <laughs> craves death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> I don't want to sing this anymore <laughs> Someone great me um, Yikes Come on now <laughs> Come and on let now. me die <laughs> um, Cut to all Cut to our text conversation When he does pass away uh, Before this episode is released uh, Okay emergency uh, um, uh, Yeah so he's in it You know he's also uh, Do you you guys know he was on uh, quantum leap and that there is an episode where S- sam beckett goes into the body of a he becomes a 50s dj and then mm, yeah, chubby yeah, yeah, checker yeah. comes in and says uh hey will you play my record and he's like oh you're chubby checker and he starts doing the twist which teaches chubby checker the twist so in oh, a back, back to the, to the future, future chuck berry kind of moment a white yeah. guy invents a black guy's thing yeah 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 <laughs> wow similar this is- to forrest gump uh, teaching Elvis how to move his hips oddly. That's right. Oh, right. Nobody thought of anything. Some oddball, some time hopping, omnipresent. dance you know, yeah, it was done time by traveler. a traveler. <laughs> um, or a magic character. sprite. We haven't seen it in a film, but we can only assume the, the Macarena or uh, the uh, the Dougie. Sure. I'm mm-hmm. suspicious of every dance now. It yeah. was always a time traveler or a leaper. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or a gump, a mad, manic pixie dream boy or whatever you would call gump that's what how you regard gump? him i yeah. don't know i guess not. Yeah, he's kind of a... but like he, <laughs> he is in his own way though it's not the stereotype but he's like a muse he's everyone's he's muse. a magical figure yeah, yeah. sure mm-hmm. so um, i guess that's not manic pixie dream gump is not the phrase what's um 
What haven't we? What haven't we I covered? Mean, there's so much. There's a lot, here, but yeah. Like, what else do we care care about? Um, I, you know, I want to say. I mean, you guys might know that I'm I'm a pretty big uh, Peach Boys fan. Yeah, and uh, uh, I really, you know, g- good nutrition. I think is just such a like hallmark. Uh, a, a pop song it took him six months to record i don't know if you know that it was like it's so experimental there was a lot of tension uh, uh within the band between uh, brian wilsorange and mike lunch um <laughs> who is an apple uh, uh, course, uh but, yeah. but his last name is is lunch that's just what we're but uh, uh you know they had a lot of like inner band uh, 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 struggling and infighting but obviously it worked out because they made so much great uh, music together all mm-hmm. uh, uh, culminating in the masterpiece album uh, Plate Sounds sure. uh, um, and you know if, I'm sure most of our listeners know it but in case you don't I probably should read the entire track listing oh, yeah. of Plate Sounds oh, yeah, out loud, sure. right? Yeah, yeah, just as a survey. I mean, you you know, most yeah, of you know it probably. Know it. Yeah, okay. So, you know, the album starts out with uh, Wouldn't It Be Rice uh, mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, gives way to You Still Eat Leaves With Me, mm-hmm. uh, That's Not Meat, uh, Don't Talk, Put Your Bread In My Toaster, uh, I'm, I'm Waiting For The Dates, mm-hmm. Let, Let's Go Eat Way For A While, Sloop <laughs> John Beef, course that's a catchy one uh, uh-huh. ch- uh charred only grows which uh, uh i believe pear mccartney called his uh, favorite song ever written uh i know i know there's a custard which alternatively is a hang on to your manchego uh here's souffle i just wasn't glazed for these bites uh the title track plate sounds obviously instrumental and then uh, ends of the uh, tender ballad uh, clementines yes so uh, I just wanted to remind people of that that great uh-huh. record and all these evocative uh, titles, and uh, you know, go check it out on the 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 version of Spotify that's all fruit puns. Mm-hmm. What a journey! That's great. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah lane the, that the was. band took has taken us on over these uh, yeah. many decades. I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I thanks for the music, Peach and Boys. Make that clear that that's not something you made. That's that was canon. That's no, canon I'm just a, I'm just a huge uh, Peach, Peach Boys, Boys fan. Yeah. Uh, uh, I love everything about them. I love that only one of them is a Peach. Um, <laughs> I, uh, uh, there's uh, the, the the whole the whole mythology. Uh, um, yeah, uh, I, I love that they. You know, it was a sad time when they got involved with uh, Charles Branson. Um, he uh, sure. uh, uh, murdered all those uh, uh, cereal boxes. But um, or when uh, that uh, the peach got was uh, three hundred pounds. Yeah, yeah, he really. Uh, uh, yeah, he got he got way too way too ripe. He grew way yeah, too well. Too he ripe. he had his struggles. He got addicted to. Uh, he experimented with pesticides. Or when yeah, the apple just walked off his boat and sunk to the bottom of the sea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and uh, he's Marina a, Del Del Dates and his doctor, yeah. Doctor Candy. Uh, who was uh, <laughs> treating him Dr. during Fugine that whole... Candy. Yeah, yeah, yes, correct. Yeah. Uh, I was wrong. He, uh, uh, he, the brother, the apple brother, he, he, he drowned in uh, Marina del Taco. That's what I <laughs> meant to say. So again, sorry to get my facts wrong. Yeah. We do great research. No more three stars. Okay. Um, That's fair. Yeah, so hey, thanks, thanks Peach hey. Boys. Thanks for the music. God bless the Peach Boys. Um, what have we, what have All we right, not? so how else? do we feel about that? Like, oh, I mean, I guess I mean, that's these, the end these of this. These rides suck. I mean, let's be 
honest. They're bad. Well, this is the, yeah, in the arc of this, uh, one attraction was replaced by another attraction that was similar. And if you polled everyone, uh, there would be no clear answer on which one is better. Most yeah. people would say, I've never heard of it. Yeah. And then it got replaced by uh, Soren, which is a wonderful attraction everyone yeah. loves, and no one ever complains that these are gone. So, so let's say both let's attractions I, uh, closed on the same day, 10 years apart. That is crazy. I would advocate for a retheming of Soren to involve food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so so would they be just uh, this? The it food doesn't have would to be appear... this food. It could be. Now right. look, if they sort over some of these characters in just maybe one scene of it, that really would be a for me a, a great nostalgia bump. But yeah. I just mean I think that that I do think it's a shame to have uh, the food theming kind of gone from this physical space that was mm-hmm, dedicated right. to food for so long uh, right yeah. Yeah, i mean yeah so you want even though soren like f- you fly over land you still would like no, i the, want food i i want not land uh-huh. i know it's the land yeah right right, right. that era, like i like the idea that that physical space that was once occupied by the kitchen cabaret uh, is occupied by something else that deals with actual literal food you want right. to like fly over greece where yeah. peter gabriel and neil musaka are from <laughs> Mm-hmm. You want to yeah, see yeah. the fields in which their ingredients are, uh, are yeah, raised. I'd like some wheat fields. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. You uh, obviously, obviously fly over uh, Marina Del Taco. The, sure. Uh, <laughs> there's meant so much to the Peach Boys growing up. Uh, um, so, so if you were that, so that's when you're talking about our, of course, patented podcast the ride uh, scale. Sorry, the dog just almost ripped the... Uh, Recorder off. If <laughs> he wants this episode to be he done, to be do done. you at home? <laughs> so yeah, on our patented podcast, the ride scale. You're saying you're not, you don't want to plus up these old rides or anything. You want to plus up the Soren ride. Yeah, okay. bring the food <laughs> back Got into it. it. Uh, um, yeah. Well, you could be yeah. You could be flying in a big uh, in a big colander. You can. Uh, That's good. Yeah, I like yeah, that. I've also always thought that uh, Soren could do could play with scale more, and you could have something. Some mm. macro photography and then right. you could feel oh, giant cool. like you could feel tiny right i think that would be really fun you could maybe soar through some food in that way hmm. All right. yeah i think maybe like a big hand could come up from the bottom of the screen with a big old <laughs> sub sandwich like, yeah <laughs> oh man this subbing is, over yeah that's right nah, jason is, you haven't smiled as wide as you have the whole podcast when you're thinking about a giant submarine hungry. sandwich coming at you on you up one side of the from the bottom of the screen and then to the other side of the screen uh, so what yeah how about okay so like you maybe your dream is sort of a soren where you're flying in, inside someone's mouth <laughs> oh yeah you're like Getting a tiny to... person inside a mouth seeing giant food smelling that or, food was boy. oh yeah and then they can like a subway sponsorship you can smell that subway tuna you know what i'm talking about yeah but then that's gonna attract all those vor f- freaks so what freaks vor v-o-r-e mm, vor yeah what is yeah vor? keep going guys what is it's this it's a getting eating it's a getting, oh, eating. It's a getting right. eaten fetish. fetish oh the one you have <laughs> <laughs> the alien encounter fetish you have that you were hoping to get eaten by an alien? Oh, by the alien? Well, just that alien. Oh, okay. So you don't have a full range, full anything no, goes fetish? No. It's just that you want to be eaten by that alien encounter. Yeah, I don't alien. want Mac and me to eat me. Okay. Uh, Van, do you have this fetish? Oh, no. Okay. You, just, okay. you guys are just, just aware me. of it. I'm just, yeah. Okay. Okay. But a ride a would allow you to experience uh, uh, yeah. the ultimate fantasy of a, <laughs> of a big vorehead. <laughs> Um, uh-huh. v- virtual reality, you might sure. call it. 
Um, yeah, let's no. I I agree. Let's change. Uh, so well, Vorin. Soren is Vorin. Vorin. <laughs> yeah, that's what we. That's what we want. Hey. I think everyone will be uh, pleased with this. And you know, to have a ride where you get to see a big sandwich go by, a ride where you get to experience what it's like to eat. Uh, would be, mm. I think, so much more satisfying than or eating. To, yeah, well, to, you kind of want to feel like what it's like to be a sandwich. Maybe not the eating part, yeah. but you want to be on that scale of a sandwich. Mm-hmm. Right. You want to appreciate the food in an up-close and personal way. Yeah. What if, like, the Soren, because, you know, Soren, famously, there's three levels... Um, there's three different levels of um, people seat, seated. So, like, mm-hmm. it's kind of... It, you're not supposed to kind of know about that, but, like, you see people's feet above you. What if everyone is, like, a row of teeth or something, and then they kind of close in, and you're... No, Jason's... Mm. Uh, well, I, I think we're... We can't no? see the forest from the trees. I mean, there's been rumors about, like, Imagineers skulking around the Wonders of Life pavilion. I think this is a way to reignite... Uh-oh. ...that pavilion. Uh, oh, in what way? In like a getting eaten thing, and you oh, follow I the see. full journey. You get oh, eaten, oh, and then you go down oh, the, oh, the throat oh. to a stomach, a digestive sure, tract. The entire that's interesting. Yeah. And then you get shit out, is what you're saying. Part I of the ride is getting shit out. This is going to breathe breathe life into the wonders of life. <laughs> and then you become you get shit out, and, and you become one with out. the land. Yeah, I was yeah, I was never out. a fan of the wonders of life. Okay, what? That's one of my favorite. Boy, we had very different. Yeah, Epcot. yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah. I, yeah, that was just. Uh, hmm. Boy, That's next okay. next time I have two drinks, I'm really gonna let you have it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, watch out, Scott the monster. You were a big body up. wars kind of a guy. Uh, I mean, I was at I, the time. I think I I think now I can see the hollowness of uh, of body wars, I but that's the closest thing to what we're talking about. That's you inside the yeah. human body, but not inside the part you want. The part no. where all the delicious food is coming right, down. And certainly no. not coming out the rectum. That was no, not part of it. Not at all. But in your fantasy. <laughs> We're talking about a different right. park. We're talking about Freak Cot. <laughs> I think we, we what you did, your plus it, our plus it up here is to build. It's a it's an Epcot in which every pavilion is a different fetish. Yeah, uh, and then Walt would be happy. <laughs> he's like, well, I can get behind this. If we're not going to make the world better. Yeah. Like at least people can enjoy their sex things. This is the future I've come to, right? All so- societal norms have fallen away, and it's all sex perverts yeah. now. Yeah. Surely, seems like that was what he liked when we yeah. Few yeah after he's seen what Epcot is, and he's like, "Well, but just tell me, they still hold Freak Cot every year <laughs> <laughs> for one special day. Things um, get a little wild. Yeah, things sorry, get really yes, experimental. Yeah, I mean, what what I would do is if this was still open now. Uh, in the dead of night, I would have a couple uh, college kids that I paid $20 to uh, sneak in, uh, throw some oily rags around it, and just light it on fire. Hey, burn it there down it for is. Really is this the first official burn it down for insurance I kind of said it about Back to the Future, but I didn't really mean it fully. But this is this is one where I mean just burn it down. I don't know. Yeah, fine. Maybe as well. I'm with you. Yeah, like you'll get the insurance money and build a soaring over California or Maybe the world. It's almost a little what they did. It is what they did. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pretty much. They burned it down. Although, although in reality, what they did was close the ride with very little announcement and there was very little concern <laughs> about it. And it was a great decision for the park. And uh, uh, if you want the ride to live on, it'll live on and... Uh, meandering podcasts yep, yep. Uh, i think the appropriate place for it well then appropriately van you have survived podcast the ride thank you so much for being here it was Thanks great for to be here 
putting things in uh, in perspective. And uh, um, thanks, I, I'm glad to have been able to take that role. Yeah, anytime, uh, uh, anytime that uh, you can uh, compare world events to the events of World Showcase. I think it's uh, important for us all to do. Uh, let me ask you guys just real quick, just an Epcot question before we go. Um, favorite country in the World Showcase? Mm. That's interesting. Um, I got to go Norway because of the ride, but is, does that not count? Is that to, is, is no, it, does I, it have to be a, the full package? No, that's a wonderful answer. Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, what a ride. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And it's and I think fun theming and fun and and those trolls. You get trolls hanging out. I like this is weird. I don't know if this the first thing that popped into my head was Japan uh, because mm-hmm. I love the gift shops in Japan. Yeah, that's a there great are gift so shop. many oh, different store. little stores yeah, yeah. and different type and cool stuff and There's Japanese candy. Yeah, the candies are great. And like it really like you kind of like you feel like you're there. I mean, and, and as sure. we said, we're going to be there, you know, for two, three, four days. I don't know how long. But how like, many days does it take to see all of the gift shops in the tiny Japan and Epcot? Uh, I would say two days. <laughs> you need two days. I think you need Guys, two. Guys, you're out of your fucking minds, Barf. <laughs> oh, God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I have a problem. Uh, I think Mexico. Okay. Uh, yeah. I always like the boat ride. That uh, that lobby. You're I talking. Really like it now. Mexico the lobby is, is my favorite. So we're yeah. eye on this. I, the uh, night. The night. The restaurant time, is the reason for me. The restaurant. Uh, Cava de Tequila. The bar where the, this is newer in the last few years, but they have this a very nice tequila bar where they will they have tons of different te- uh, uh, margaritas made with very fresh ingredients. It's delicious. Uh, and just like the fact that it's like a starry night and there's music mm-hmm. and it's but very the, pleasantly air conditioned during the day That's, as I find beautiful. It's it's great. Yeah, it's great. And there's nothing like especially like usually if you're going uh, clockwise, Mexico is great because it's the first one. You get that drink in your hand and you're ready to tour the world. You're ready. Yeah. Like there's a nice feeling. Like only possibility lies ahead of you from here on out. Like it's just it's the start of a wonderful journey, a tipsy journey <laughs> that has many different <laughs> stops, including one where Benjamin Franklin and Mark Twain shake hands. Yeah. <laughs> I also had to give credit to Canada. The last time I was there, I really enjoyed Canada. Shout out to Canada. Uh, great steak at Le yeah, Cellier, a nice wonderful steak restaurant. This um, is this is a sidetrack on a very long episode already. It occurred to me uh, this weekend that there are. Do you know how many there are four attractions, films in the various parks starring Martin Short? He's made four <laughs> wow. different. Wait, so Canada? Canada ride. Making of Me and Wonders of Life, uh, your burn it to the ground for insurance money. There's something <laughs> called uh, Cinemagique in oh, Paris, in France? Yeah. and then the Monster Sound Show with Chevy mm. Chase. Four films wow. Four that are shown only short. in Disney parks. Hey, and I'm good with also, that. Also, none of them anyone likes. Yeah. <laughs> I, Not just, memorable. I kind of like no. those, that sound effects show. Yeah, I'm mean, it better than anything else they they put in. Uh, um, and uh, I haven't seen Canada 360 with Martin Short. Maybe it's a ball. I don't mean to uh, assail it. Mm, okay, not positive affirmations. All right, so um, our Canadian listeners will be mad uh, that we're disparaging Martin Short's work, and then our Japanese listeners will be mad because we all picked the wrong number of days to spend at the park. I was always a little disappointed and by Canada. Uh, in Epcot, I just always felt a little bit like I wish it were maybe somewhere more exotic. Every single one of them needs a boat ride. You'd like Canada fine if you're on a log, I, if you're true. in a or if going through a through 
Yeah. The beautiful wilderness. Or like going through a maple factory. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's that's what I'll dream of. Well, it, it, if I don't, we're, we're making this longer and longer. But uh, <laughs> Westcott was going to be built out here, and there was going to be a giant boat ride that took you through all the countries. Yeah, really, it was going to go all the way around the park. It was a forty-five minute, I think, boat ride. You mm-hmm. could get off at multiple stops. You would have gotten your boat ride wish through all Man. the countries. And uh, did we say in the American Adventure there was a, a art of a, of uh, the history of America told on a boat ride? Mm, boat ride, like not. if you're Imagineers, if you're ever talking about a boat ride, build the boat ride. Build the yes. boat. Get, build bu- the boat. Build the boat. Hashtag build the boat. Hashtag build the All boat. Right on that. Um, Van, anything you want to you want to plug or alert people to? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at, at Van the Brand. Um, if you uh, are interested in talking to comedian Mike Mitchell, visit Mitch.pizza, uh, which is my uh, <laughs> person to Mitch texting service. Uh, it is a literal you're not joking like if people don't know you it is a literal thing you can sign up for that will <laughs> let you directly text comedian mike mitchell yes you will uh you can get your message to him uh who you know from either being a guest on the show or us re- uh, referring to him uh, derisively uh mm-hmm. without context That's yeah right. um all right so if you want to talk so to yeah, him uh, go to mitch.pizza um and then check out my podcast uh, wherever podcasts are the van labs test podcast so just search for van labs test podcast or you can on your web browser go to van.labs.show all right Great. And if you want to know more about this podcast that you're listening to, go to Podcast the Ride at Twitter, Instagram, and I feel like I forget. I should just, why don't I write oh, this down? Podcast the Ride at gmail.com. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Hey, and, and, and rate and review us uh, on iTunes. And most t- importantly, Van Robicho, you've survived Podcast the Ride. I, I think I, I did was it. told I survived you? already. Jason, did I just miss it? Yeah. I might already be desserts asleep. on your iPad again. I, the Spectro yeah. Men the are spectro eroding your brain. Spectro Men. They're stealing your memories oh, of things no. that happened four God. minutes ago. Jason, Jason. God damn it. Get out of Jason's brain, men, and the rest of you, get out of this episode. It's done. Bye.